Haunted house rules. Rule number one, stay on the marked path at all times. Rule number two, never touch the actors, no promises. Rule number three, you'll be prompted to do certain actions. Please do exactly as you are told. This is for your safety. Ooh, Rule number four, all cell phones must be surrendered to the lockbox before entering. You may keep the lockbox key until you return from the attraction. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? No, I just think that's probably gonna be the scariest part for you. <laughs> not having your phone on you the whole time. <laughs> Guys, we're basically signing our lives away to this thing. Oh, yes! Yes, oh. right. yes, we're doing it. Yes. You're listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 158. Welcome to the Buzz to Kill podcast. We're on today's show. We're going to some fatal attractions. <laughs> I just realized I didn't set that up for yeah, you, you did at not. all. At all. <laughs> well, I had some more written down here because I read it because I'm an idiot sometimes. And it, but it was for like the other ep- other idea that I had, so it just didn't work. <laughs> if um, I would have just rolled with it the way that you said, where today we're fatal attractions. Okay. We we are fatal attractions. Ooh. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm PSJ. I'm Justin. PS like PS Changs. PSJ. Pumpkin oh. Pumpkin Spice Jim. Oh, 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 oh. hey. It's uh, uh it's officially fall, so it is, it I is changed my fall. name. <laughs> Frankly, I'm oh. a little appalled that you guys haven't yet. <laughs> what, what was the official first day of fall? <laughs> what? What was the official first day of fall? Uh I don't know, like a week ago when it was cold enough to wear a look at this shirt that I'm wearing. Look at how this is denim. Oh, nice. Ooh. Look nice. at how friggin' denim this shirt is. That yep. means it's fall, boys. Denim? Yeah. Damn near killed him. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, uh, it's, 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 it, I don't know, because when was the actual official beginning of fall? I don't know, but it's been winter around here for about the last week. It has it's been. Not. Oh, are you kidding me? I woke Since up. Saturday. My, my, <laughs> my apartment the other day, I woke up. It was 52 degrees in my apartment. It was that's, so cold. That's fall. Yeah, that sounds like a nice fall day, oh, Mike. No, it's awful. I see you it's go off. Awful. You go off to California for a week, and all of a sudden your yeah. your sensibilities have completely changed. Because it's so much better. You, no, shut up. <laughs> it's beautiful around here right now. Well, like even even today, like when I walked in here, it was windy. There was a little bit of a rainy mist on my it's brow. Funny. He says it's windy. When I walked in, I almost got blown over because like tornado <laughs> level winds outside. He's just a little windy outside. <laughs> a little breeze. A little light breeze. The, the, uh, I opened the door for him and the little... door flew open. I caught it and then I flew out. You <laughs> see little old ladies just like flying by with their groceries. <laughs> Did you have you seen that video? There was a, uh, a it was caught on uh, like a home security cam and it was here in Michigan. There was a little girl and her mom. They were walking out of the car, and the mom went to walk into the house, and the little girl grabs the storm door, and the, the wind blows, and just picks her up, and she holds onto the handles, and she just gets whipped around the side of the house. <laughs> it was amazing. She held on, though, so she went for a little ride. It was it's cool. kind of like nature's version of the Jason Voorhees kill in the uh, in the sleeping bags, where he picks them up and just whacks them around the tree. <laughs> I don't think she hit the side of the house. That would be alarming. Oh, well. But um, I love to see kids cry. What can I say? Oh my god! 
You're just evil. It's just funny to you me. You went to California for a week and you came back and you don't like fall and you're evil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Evil. Whatever. Um, what a prick. So I realized I'm having deja vu right now. I told Jay before, right before we started that I couldn't hear anything in my headphones. Yeah. Pretty sure about a year ago, around this exact same time, you told me, yeah, you can't hear anything because you were wearing a hat. Yes. And I equally was doing that today. <laughs> Wait, when you're wearing that hat, you can't well, hear yourself my, at all? Yours doesn't cover your ears. Mine does. So. <laughs> no, mine doesn't cover my ears, yeah. does I? Does it? Does it? No. Does I? <laughs> does I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, What's going on, fellas? Not a whole lot. How have you been? Uh, good. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, I saw... Um, I, I mean, I haven't done a whole lot, but I saw Us hell finally. A hell of a whole lot. A hell of a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Us finally. Yeah. We need to do a show about that one. Oh, yeah? That was good. You watched it too, right? I, I, I lived it, James. Did you? What, I well, lived it. Yeah. Well, what did you think since you finally seen it? I saw really, it. I really liked <laughs> yeah, it. I was, I'm I was still... thinking of Mike terms. <laughs> since you finally seen it. <laughs> I'm still kind of, I'm still sort of mentally unpacking it. There's a lot. I, I feel like there's a lot to it. I yeah. feel like it's one of those movies we could talk about for a really long time. Yeah, you could. I, um, I didn't think that there was, I, I was expecting more out of it, to be honest with you. There were um, there were a few things that I was a little uh, the trailer was just so good. Trailer was great. And when I, I saw them, <laughs> there was there was a few things from the trailer that I was I was kind of expecting to go one way, and then they didn't go that way. And I don't know. It was uh, I still really loved it, but there were there were a few things that that I kind of wish would have happened that didn't happen. I remember liking loving the trailer. <clears throat> Seeing the movie, and I saw it like the first day it came out, I think, mm-hmm. and walked away not liking the movie. Really? Yeah, but but before having a discussion about it, I would have to probably re- rewatch it again just to uh, now you re- saw, revision those ideas. Why you saw Get Out though, right? No. Okay, so you, I I think you'd like Get Out more. I think most most people like to Get Out more. At least people that I've talked to. Oh really? I don't know about the community as a whole, mm-hmm. but I know people that I've talked to. Like everyone liked us a lot, yeah. but they thought Get Out was better. Okay. That could that could also just be rookie and like he was a rookie to the genre or whatever and he had this big banger of a movie so it's like yeah that it's like almost like quick nostalgia for it you know right, i think right. for me it was like but, i remember a point where the movie should end after this and then it picks back up with something else of the same thing like mm. it, like it, and, and and that was it oh, went like, too far for me it's like of. jaws yeah, <laughs> it should have ended after the another, first one. Another just kept going and going. No, no, wait, no. You I'm haven't kidding, seen I'm Jaws kidding. too, so fuck off. Yeah, but Jaws it, it was, was a awesome. while ago. But we're not on an us discussion right now, anyway. We so. should do an episode on this one sometime soon, though, since it's since Jay has actually seen it. Yeah, we do a lot of movies that Jay hasn't seen. Yeah, so it'd be nice to have him in on the conversation. Indeed, but uh, yeah. I, other than that, what the hell did we do? We didn't. I I didn't do much. Did you do much? Uh, no, I almost died on the way here. Do tell. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, Jay. What did so, you? Uh, Jay also almost died on the way here. Uh, so um, I changed my name to Rod Stewart. Okay. Uh, or fuck, I fucked that up. It was supposed to be Barry, Barry Manilow. Manilow. God yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Classic Manilow, always fucking his own name up. Continue. <laughs> um, no, so I'm driving. So I'm driving here. Did you? And... S- <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go. All right. Go. 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 I think we need a bunch. We're ch- no, no, no. We're good. We're good. We're children. People know that by now. It's we're like three and a half years in. People know that we're children. Go ahead. It just gets. <laughs> just stop. All right. Pull yourself together, Watch. Michael. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Stop. Go. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. I what I did this weekend. Yeah, let's hear it. I, I got to go up north with a couple of the boys. Yeah. It wasn't either of you boys, but some of the other boys. And I uh, just had a nice uh, chilled week at my buddy's uh, cabin cottage thing. Don't, a couple don't hours away. Don't pretend like you have other boys other than us. There's not really, but they. Uh, they, they were the boys that had the cottage in the woods that said, come drink beers. So I went and did that. That's cool. Was yeah. it fun? What kind of beers were you drinking? Uh, I had some, uh, what did I what did I bring? Oh, some of the uh, hops, uh, Hoptronics. I was going to say, Hoptronics had to be on the list. That was, a, that was it. You man. love Hoptronics. It's good. I, it, it really I, is It's good. hit or miss seeing it at the uh, the grocery store, Yo Meyer. But I, I came across it there again. <laughs> Kro- and, uh, Kroger's always got it. Yeah. Yeah. So go to Kroger, dude. Cool. Do it. <laughs> and, yeah, it was a cool chill time away, so... Um, so you are vegan, so you yes. didn't go out hunting with I did the, not. the boys. What did you do while the, the w- boys were out? I went walking through the woods, <laughs> <laughs> trying not to get shot. <laughs> Coincidentally, I had to beat a deer to death with you, my own did you, shoe. Did you wear your lucky faux deer skin jacket? I, I did. So he, he, he has a, an old deer skin pelt thing that's just draped like a blanket over there, like the railing in their in their banister mm-hmm. and so i was like, oh i should wear this and walk around the woods with it B- bad idea i did not do that so i enjoy nature and i used to go hunt with my my family and that when i was little and i uh, love being in the woods man so i do too it's, i enjoy time nature just hiking well. around we did a uh we did a little dodge park run have you guys been to dodge park since they redid the whole thing um yes I, yes man it's not beautiful. i haven't been into the back area but <laughs> uh we were Mike and i just went to the front where typically together. you can be found you just went to where? Mike and I went to the front together, but we didn't go to the back door together. <laughs> Deep in the backwoods. <laughs> yeah, Dodge Park's beautiful now. <laughs> All right, what, now that you're done laughing, what did, what did you okay. do? I'm, I'm recomposed. Um, so I'm away here. I'm driving down Grossbeck, which is the main road that Justin here lives like off of, sort of. Jeez, thanks for telling everybody. Now you're going to have a bunch of stalkers. All right. Gro- Grossbeck and Montana. There you go. Good, that's, that's where good, he lives. Good cover. That's good it. cover. <laughs> Tomorrow we're going to hear about a, a murder that happened at the crossroads of Grossbeck and Montana. Is there, by, a, Montana by a, is there a Montana? Because some guy was wearing a deal, deer pelt. <laughs> so I'm driving here, and uh, like you said, the wind was actually pretty strong today, unlike James will have you believe, a nice breeze. But it was actually pretty strong, <clears> and I'm driving, and uh, I got to, um, what was it, uh, 13 Mile. Mm-hmm. And... As I'm approaching it, the light was green, and as I'm approaching it, all of a sudden, like everything just changed. And it was like, Stop! Did you just say all of a sudden? I said all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. You're you're saying the word the in there. Big tongue, remember? It. <laughs> all, all of a sudden. It's I did. All he, of he, he said a it. Sudden. He said it properly that time. No, he said the all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I gotta call you out on this shit when I see it, dude, because it happens so frequently. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you call me out on that all the time. So why wouldn't okay, I? Okay. So so I'm driving though, and uh, all of the everything changed. I didn't know what it had. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. All of a sudden. <laughs> Go ahead. No, 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 no. We're not cutting. Go. This is a good story. I hate you guys. All right, so while he's laughing, so I went up north this weekend. (laughs) Come on. So so all of a sudden, everything changed. I didn't know what was going on at first, and then I realized that all the lights around me were just out. Every light was gone. 
power went out. Like every, oh, every like you actually the, saw it happen. Just the, suddenly they were the out. All the streetlights, all of the stoplights, oh, everything no. was just black all of a sudden. And um, hey, fuck you, I said it. So the thing was though, I'm approaching the light. I had a green, so everybody that is was going is still going. Mm, that's and dodgy, the people though. on the other side though. <clears throat> that were just sort of approaching too, like started almost immediately treating it like a four-way stop, and the people in my and in, in my direction were still like very much barreling through. Yeah, almost, there's there's there a grace a, period that you uh, have to yeah, allow. Yeah, no, uh, the other people didn't do that and oh, immediately started taking it as a four-way stop, and like there's a couple of people in in, in my direction that hit their brakes, mm -hmm. so I think the other people thought they were stopping, but they weren't going to stop. Mm. Gross specs a 45 mile an hour road, yeah. mm -hmm. 50 mile an hour road. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to stop that quickly, and people aren't going to stop right away. Yeah. And so there was almost just a huge like collision pile up right there at that intersection. 400 Yeesh. cars collide. <laughs> well, maybe four, but you're close. Um, That's how I actually saw three big accidents today when I was driving out to Southfield. Yeah. Just because of the like. People, people because, around because here. It's fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny because uh, when the seasons change around here, people, it's like they completely forgot how to drive in oh, different yeah. weather. Oh, yeah. There was just a light mist today, so the roads were a little bit slick. Three huge accidents I saw today. Yeah. It's like you, most of you who li have lived in Michigan your entire life, you're used to driving in three feet of snow. Like, what are but you, you doing? But you forget people are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Us too, but speaking we know of, how to drive. Speaking of stupid people, I did a very stupid thing today as well. What did you do? I was telling Jay about this <clears> before. Um, if I run out of here because I have to, like, puke, don't be alarmed. Um, my boss brought in today if these. If you're gonna uh, spew, yeah. <laughs> spew into this. Um, my boss brought in today. He goes hunting, right, right, and uh, every time he gets a deer, he always brings in a shit ton of like meat and other stuff that he got done because oh, he doesn't have room. Is that what this bag yes, of meat yes, is? That's, that's for you. Oh, um, okay. He uh, he always brings in stuff to share because he doesn't have enough room in his freezer to store all the meat that he gets. So he brought in. Go these. slowly with the story. Let him let him consume. Why? Yeah. So he so well they're not they're not they're not going to kill you. They're not going to kill you. Um, he brought in these these beef sticks though that were made with Carolina Reaper. Oh, he, is that what I'm about to eat? It is. He he didn't know that he didn't know what Carolina Reapers were. He thought that they were just like jalapenos. <laughs> he couldn't finish half of one of those. Now, to me, they're not that spicy. They're spicy. Like you have one or two of them, and you're gonna feel it, like in your cheeks or whatever, like you know, whatever. But um, he couldn't even finish them. It just hit me. I'm feeling the heat for Whereas sure. Whereas me, I love spicy food. So there was about 15 or 14 or 15 in that bag at the beginning <laughs> of the day. I ate about 10 over the course of the second half of my day at work. Oh my! Not because every time I would walk by, I would just grab one and eat one. I wasn't even paying attention sure. to it. And so, I so my stomach was like really, really bad. <laughs> so finally after work, it's feeling better. And I go to Kroger to get some food and probably wasn't <laughs> more food. You, yeah, 15 <laughs> beef sticks wasn't enough for you, jeez. It probably wasn't the smartest idea to eat sushi on top oh, of it. Oh no, Michael. <laughs> and now I'm drinking some beers. So my stomach is just like yelling at me from the inside right wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. So let me get this straight here. So you put the meat in your mouth and then you swallowed, is what you're saying. <laughs> it was a spicy meat the and, and before anybody judges him for for eating uh, Kroger sushi. Oh, it's delicious. Kro it's fantastic. Kroger's got this company, Snow Fox, that makes the sushi mm -hmm. fresh mm -hmm. on site. 
It's actually really damn yeah. good. It's like it's like because there could be people listening to this being like, "Why would you buy sushi?" No, at there's, there's other people real... that are saying, "What's Kroger?" <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. It's our uh, local uh, grocery chain. Uh, it's, uh, Wegmans. There are, <laughs> there are legit. If it was Wegmans, trust me that no one would be questioning that. But no, they they actually have like legit sushi uh, chefs. Mm. They are making oh, it yeah, daily, yeah. though. You know, yeah, like they're they're. they're they're great. It's very, it's very Americanized sushi. Though. Some of it is. Like the, I mean, they have the very crunch rolls and stuff. They have the very Americanized versions. But they also have very traditional ones too, though. Yeah. You know, which is I get I get a good mix of them because I like both. But let's, let's maybe hear. you might be thinking of uh, if you don't know Kroger, think of Ralph's. Ralph's, Ralph's is Kroger, yes. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, in California they have Ralph's, and they, they actually just got out there I think relatively recently. Uh, uh within the last uh, wait, ten years. Wait, or so. it's, it's it's owned by the same company. It's from my understanding because they have a lot of the same brands. I think. Why change the yeah, name? It, then? It's, Why it's do you the just, same parent company. Yeah. Then just call it Kroger, or call ours. Why, Why is Carl's Jr. the same thing as Hardee's? Oh yeah. Both delicious. There Both you go. delicious. Do they still sell? Uh, are there? Are there? Um, no, they're not. Are, they're not the ones. The ones with the square burgers. Are they? That's no, Wendy's. That's Wendy's. And yes, they still sell swear burgers. That's unnatural, but they taste really good. <laughs> it's Wendy's, of course. You they got do. Uh, checkers and rallies. Let's checkers let's, and rallies. Let's yeah. hear this snap real quick. You ready? This is a uh, a, a Reaper, uh, uh, Carolina Reaper beef stick. Snap into a Carolina Reaper beef stick. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, brother. <laughs> You're gonna be shit and fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cream of the crop. <laughs> Speaking of cream of the crop, Audible is the cream of the crop of online audiobooks with hundreds of thousands of titles. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. If you want to try if you want to get a, a free 30-day membership of Audible, you can head over to audibletrial.com slash the buzzkill podcast, pick up a free 30-day membership and one free book. Yes. Which you get to keep no matter what if you uh, if you decide to cancel your membership Anytime within that 30 days, you still get to keep that free book from Audible. And uh, and this week, we're talking about haunted houses. Now, granted, we're talking about like haunted attractions, mm-hmm. but haunted houses are haunted houses. Of course. And one of the greatest haunted house books ever written is probably The Haunting of Hill House. Absolutely. And uh, guess what? It's on Audible. You there you go. It. Free trial, free book. Read it. So head over to audibletrial.com slash the buzzkill podcast. Pick up your free 30-day membership and a free book. Yes. Every uh, every subscription helps us uh, helps us out. So Helps us more than you it. could possibly know. So More than you can possibly imagine. So do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so uh, last week, we, um, <clears throat> if Audible is so right, <clears throat> we got stuff last week so right. Oh, did we? So wrong. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hear it. Let's get into some corrections. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. So speaking of being stupid, James, uh, I had two different people come to me and say, "Yes, we absolutely did talk about the whole hell of a whole lot thing." Did we really? Twice, two weeks in a row. Wow. Isn't that Tri- crazy? How our brains don't work. Well, yours. We you both sh- knew. You sure are forgetting you stuff. You did hell not. of a whole lot, James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last week uh, we were drinking a sour, and as you were reading the side of the can, there was something called a TA value, and we yeah. didn't know what that was. Okay. I do. Now. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> tetratable acidity, abbreviated as TA, is an approximation of the total acidity of a solution that has long been used in the production of wine. Although tetratable acidity does not measure all acids, TA is generally considered a better way to measure perceivably, uh, perceivable acidity in sour beer and cider 
rather than pH. Can I see that word? Because I'm fairly certain. Just knowing you, I'm, it's I'm, table. I'm guessing you're T -I -T saying it wrong. T I T R A table. Titritable. 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 Titritable acidity. Titritable. Titritable. That's fun to say. I like titr table. I like titr table. That's fun. <laughs> it's like a table you put your tits on. <laughs> Continue. Um, um, I said that. Um, I said that the last drive-in uh, got uh, the last episode was in midsummer. Yeah. The last episode was April sixth, so it's been a little while longer. It's been about six, oh. six seven months something okay, like that. Yeah. So you know that's that's quite a while for me, even though it's really not. Um, okay, so we talked about Wes Craven's porno history. Did some research. Okay. A little knuckle crack, a little shoulder roll. Let's hear it. Watched some documentaries. Um, <laughs> oh, God. The Fireworks Woman was the name of a porno directed by somebody named Abe Snake. Oh, so he watched <laughs> some cockumentaries. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is altogether never 100% confirmed, but it is widely accepted that Abe Snake is the pseudonym for Wes Craven. What a fantastic name. Abe Snake. Abe right? Snake. Oh um, the closest God. that we ever got to a confession was in 2014 with a review from the Village, uh, or an uh, interview rather, with the Village Voice, where Craven said, I might have directed a porno film, but apart from that one, I didn't make any others. The other piece of evidence is that Wes Craven is actually in The Fireworks Woman. He has a cameo. His oh. face is shown the whole deal. Mm -hmm. He's in it. So he probably directed that movie. Sure. So so with a name like Wes Craven, why do you have to have an alter ego? Why can't you use that name? It's perfect because yep. he always leaves you craving for more. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> right? Yeah, who's Wes? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that so that's that. So he did actually direct porn. That's like a thing. He Eight admitted snake. that he actually did it. But All right. um, let's see here. Um, this is an ongoing research thing. So this could change in the future. But I did some research on the rattlesnakes that were used in the Hills of Eyes. Okay. Because I had said that they were devenomized and all that stuff. So I did some more research on it. Turns out the snakes used in the Hills of Eyes were yes, very real, mm -hmm. and not devenomized. Okay. Um, and they did put them in coolers to lower their body temperature, which made them extremely docile. Right. Because um, snakes being cold-blooded, if they're cold, they don't react or whatever, and they're very, they're they're almost in like a like a weird state. Yeah. Um, stasis. Stasis, if you mm -hmm. will. Yeah. However, what they did had they had some sort of this is according to um, Michael Michael Berryman, they had some sort of a loop around their snout, and their mouth was filled with some sort of filling that stopped them from opening their mouths mm. to bite people mm -hmm. if they were to actually. I'm <clears throat> sure that would be horrendously. Um, animal cruelty nowadays no not necessarily it, it, it's kind of like with uh it's kind of like with um alligator wranglers yeah they will put electrical tape around their snout mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't hurt them but it's because an alligator has you know like uh whatever it is 2500 no, pounds of pressure closing but they are very weak when trying to open so if they just put That's like true. a little band around, I don't know if snakes yeah. are the same way, but if they, they are the same way, then they just put a little band yeah, around their true. mouth and that's they can't true. open their mouth. No big deal. Um, so I know the, so the <clears throat> snake that, uh, that Ruby actually picked up at the end though was a real rattlesnake. Really? Like straight up, that was a real rattlesnake. Mars falls on it though. Pretty crazy. I don't ask. I, I know. I know. Cause I know because there was one thing where they're talking about how the snake got out of its cooler one time or and it had sat out in the sun for too long and oh the people were on break and when they and found was, out that it was, was loose fuck some stuff everybody up. like freaked out and <laughs> ran off the set because there was a real rattlesnake on the like yeah it was crazy that was a that sounds like the hills have eyes sounds like an absolute batshit crazy film to work on yeah um for our enjoyment <laughs> thank All you right, and thank last you, thing thank you Abe you were right about one thing. 
I, it pains me to admit this. Uh, you were right about the bullet clip being around Berryman's body is an actual clip of bullets. Yeah, dude. Um, so the simplest distinction is that a magazine feeds the firearm and a clip feeds the magazine. Clips aren't seen often in modern design of firearms because we have figured out how to engineer and make <coughs> removable magazines, like the ones we offer for our rifles. This is coming from a web website. I didn't edit it. Um, older firearms, though, used in like World War II had non-removable magazines, which was fed by a clip. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between a clip and a magazine. Cause we yeah, it's like when you when you week. see when you see a string of bullets, but there's no uh, yep. case around it. It's a it's a clip. Yeah, there the could bullets also be are clipped a, in. Right. There could also be a clip of like six bullets too, though that just get fed into fed into a, a, a smaller magazine. Right. Sure. Right. Kind of thing. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's uh, that's <clears> that. You were right when in calling it a clip. Uh, thank you. Thank and, you for that. And that's all. I have. So it's not really a correction. Well, I you was all, well, I was correcting myself because I was arguing because I called it a magazine. <laughs> you dumb bastard! <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, um, that's it for corrections. That's then? it. What are we doing this week, James? What are this we week we are talking about fatal attractions. Yes. Uh, we watched a couple of really awesome. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little right side of Fred. <laughs> I'm too, too sexy sad. for my shirt. Um, we watched mm. a couple of bangers, man. We did. We did. They were really good. The Fireworks Woman. Both of them. The Fireworks Woman, directed by Abe Snake. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> you can find it on, uh, on Vivid's new streaming it's, service. It's on Pornhub. Oh, is it on Pornhub? Don't ask me why I know that. Hey, man. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, no, we watched uh, we watched a couple of really good movies. Hell House LLC, mm-hmm. which uh, we had both heard a so, lot of good things. Yeah, that's about. like it's becoming a bit of a cult favorite. Um, like it's one of those movies where <clears throat> if if you are in like the horror community, chances are you've heard of this movie. Mm-hmm. If you are not, and you're just a casual horror movie watcher, chances are you have not heard of this movie. You know, it's um it's on its way to having somewhat of cult status. Almost because the second and third installations are so bad. <laughs> At least from what we hear, they're so bad that the first one stands out even more. Uh, um, it, admittedly, even though I am part of the, the, the horror community, I I don't think I had ever heard of Hell House okay. LLC. I, I had. Like, on the, if you're part of any of the Facebook forums, I know we're part of like, Do You Love Horror, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm part of a lot of other ones too. Yeah. Like whenever Hell House is brought up, though, it's just met with nothing but love. Yeah, like, man. People love this movie. It's a, it's a found footage film. Which, mm-hmm. you know, some people are hit or miss on found footage. You got to give this one a chance. It's good. No, it's so really good. good. Uh, the other movie that we watched is a brand new movie called Haunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just forewarning right now, we will be talking spoilers. Yes. So, uh, um, you know, go watch it. Where did we watch it? We uh, rented it on Voodoo? Yeah, yeah. Right now it's only available for... Um... Uh, rental on Vudu, but the thing and was, it's a little more expensive right now because I think it's a it's early I, access I sort of. I don't know that it's early access or not. Oh I, no, actually, it's going to be out on Shutter at the end of the month. That's what I was going to say. It's it's for rent right now, but Shutter did have a hand in like producing it or something, so it will be on Shutter at the end of the month. I think the twenty fourth, so, something like that. So, so maybe we should have waited to watch it, but nah. we didn't. Nah. Uh yeah, another another really good one. So super good. So we watched those two films and we've got some beers to go with them uh i made james buy the beer this week well mike went out <laughs> and uh and he did grab some beers but he couldn't find anything really good for this one uh except for you know like a which this beer does sound lovely i know that you don't like pumpkin beers i don't like pumpkin i was gonna suck it up for the team though but um uh i was looking for there was a beer that i was looking for specifically 
It was a, another pumpkin beer, but it was made by a Michigan brewery, and it was called Haunted, mm. which would have been perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they stopped making it, but I know I've seen it in stores in the years past. It's nowhere to be found anymore. It'll so probably be out later this month or something. I don't well, know. I, think I they, know you'd think they'd, I don't, they'd I just it. don't think they're bottling it anymore because it's already available, I think, in the actual brewery. I don't think they're bottling it anymore, though. Who, who makes it? It was Lucky Girl Brewing Lucky in Paw Paw, <clears throat> Michigan. Oh, okay. yeah. So, I don't know. Um. <clears throat> so, anyway, I, I went out and I saved the day. You did. <laughs> and I, I got Dogfish Head the perfect disguise double IPA Sounds an American good. double dry hopped IPA disguised as a Kolsch which as Mike put it earlier probably means that they went to make a double IPA <laughs> and it tasted like Kolsch and they're like or fuck it tasted like shit like you know what else tastes like shit a good, a good Kolsch <laughs> I like Kolsch shut up um, also, when you're so when they're you're, like, hey, we'll just call it the perfect disguise. When you're when you're saying the name of this uh, this brewery, please don't say don't please don't say uh, you're getting or drinking dogfish head. Dogfish head. It's dogfish head, not Do- dogfish head. Did I say it like that? <laughs> it just the wrong emphasis on this one just makes it sound like something I don't necessarily want to experience. Like some something that you would see in an Abe Snake movie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Dogfish Head, the perfect disguise double IPA. Our double dry hopped American IPA brewed with German chit malt. What are you doing? Oh, you're reading the other side. Here, let's do it together. Loaded with tropical no flavors, flavors and, and crisp Kolsch-like finish. 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 You pronounce you pronounce that cu- combo. From- <laughs> I eat two a day to help me stay strong. Uh, if we ever do our our non horror ones, we have to do Happy Gilmore and like Billy Madison. Like we have to. Okay. They're so good. <laughs> All right then. Uh, so yeah, this is supposed to have some tropical flavors, but All it's right. a double IPA. So we'll- cheers to uh, Dogfish Head. Cheers, boys. Ooh, that's yummy. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I don't get the Kolsch part. It's definitely a double IPA. I don't know why they would say that this tasted anything other than that. It says it's disguised as a Kolsch. Apparently, you're just seeing through the disguise. <laughs> well, if if it's not disguised, <clears throat> because it says double IPA on the bottle, if it was really disguised, it should have said Kolsch. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you're drinking a double IPA. And you're like, holy shit, that's not it, a Kolsch at all. It doesn't have that strong after kick like a lot of double IPAs I've had. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. Because usually when it's a double, it's like way more intense. Sure. This She's is, happy. This is, pretty, this is actually pretty tame. Yeah, it's a nice, good, uh, easy drinker. This yeah. is 8% alcohol by volume. Oh, shit. Uh we don't know what the titratable acidity is, though. Because it's not a sour. It's only in sours. I just wanted to say that word correctly. <laughs> tetra table. It's not the tetra table acidity. Uh, I, I do want to bring up the art, though. The art is really cool on this. It's it almost very looks, cool. It looks like, especially this guy right here, looks like something you would see in uh, SpongeBob. It looks like new school style tattoo art. Is actually what it looks like. It's a little bit cartoony with thick lines. Yeah, I can see that. Like it very much looks like tattoo art to me. Uh, it's off center. It's the it's part of the off centered art series, and this is featuring artist Michael Hacker. Ooh, any relation? No. Aren't aren't all aren't all Michaels <laughs> related in? Some no, way? no, no. Ever since I went to the Evil Dead exhibit in California, though, and oh, I saw big surprise, Mike's I, talking about <laughs> Evil Dead. 
and I saw the art. One of the artists that had art in the thing was name was Robert Heckman. Oh, ever since Bob then, Heckman. I showed you this. What if ever, your dad? I, I said that. I go, Dad. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, his art was really awesome. I what wanted if, to buy it. It was. What if your dad is like a Banksy sort of like he's. God. But he's actually he's got, a, he's but, got this but, whole second life to, that I don't even know throw, about. But to throw but to throw everybody off with the perfect disguise, <laughs> this beard he's actually going by the name Robert Heckman, his actual name. Because no everybody who so knows he's hiding in plain everybody sight. Know, what you're everybody who knows Bob Heckman, they're like, no, he doesn't he doesn't like doing art. He likes uh he likes growing peppers and uh he doesn't do that he doesn't grow peppers no. <laughs> what does your dad do woodworking he likes woodworking there you and go. building porches and they're like no this guy would never draw a picture but robert heckman is actually out there just taking the art world by storm you're, you're putting a lot of thought into this because <laughs> <laughs> i'm <laughs> i actually i wanted to buy his his original art was still there i wanted to buy but it was like 600 bucks and i was like it I, was evil dead even art, though, though i had it even though i had the 600 bucks on me i was like i i can't do that <laughs> 600 dollars oh, that wasn't even that that was the mid mid-range price of stuff that was there yeah nice. original art is not cheap dude yeah i know it's just a bummer because i'd like to buy original art but uh the only original art I can afford is stuff that you draw, and that's shit. You, you obviously didn't pick up your dad's talent for for drawing. I didn't pick up my dad's talent for anything. Otherwise, I might be successful in my life. Bob Heckman is a wonder. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of wonders, oh, I wonder why we're still calling your cousin. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with uh, like he's the eighth wonder of the world. No, he, no, he's not. I would say it's pretty close. I mean, maybe, maybe it's it's a wonder how he survived this long. That yeah. could be that could be it. That's that's a that's, that's a wonder I, of the world. I, I feel like I feel like that's a that's a fair compromise. Yep. How has he survived in this life? Well, let's find out. How, how old is he? Uh, nineteen. He he's nineteen. Jimmy Tony? Yeah. Yeah, he's nineteen. Okay. Well, it really makes me wonder. I thought he was in his fifties, personally. Why? He looks old as hell. <laughs> well, that boy, that boy has seen some shit. Well, he's lived hard, boys. <laughs> He's he's out it's there. All that strawberry double surprise. <laughs> he ages you. He's out there hustling every day. You know that I, takes a toll on I him. Yes. All right. Well, let's um let's see what Jimmy Tony's got to say about the MCU this week, shall we? All right. We? Let's do it. It's Jimmy Tony's marvelous minute. Hey, Jimmy Tony. Hey, what's going on, boys? How you doing, sir? too bad not too bad how How's, you boys doing doing good doing good how is the uh, how is the halloween season treating you, you carving uh, carving some pumpkins or carving whatever whatever it is you people down there carve uh, we <laughs> we uh we we carve uh, gourds down here oh gourds yeah what what's a gourd what the what, what's a gourd you don't know what a gourd is i mean i know like oh my gourd is like the the, the, the internet yeah, meme I, those yeah, are those little right. things we usually just set out around bales of hay after after halloween yeah, near thanksgiving yeah, time you got it, oh yeah. see see that's more of a that's more of a thanksgiving thing to me the yeah. gourds yeah they're incredibly difficult to carve but uh our, us southerners aren't known for doing things the easy way you know what i mean not like you pussies up there where you empty out these pumpkins that are already practically empty in the middle oh well <laughs> you know what I, i'll be honest with you i thought that you guys just like carved empty like amazon boxes i kind of thought that's what you guys did well that too you're on the right <laughs> track there 
<laughs> Got to repurpose know. things, man. Re- repurpose, reuse, recycle, reduce like, all that yeah, stuff. You know, you like, know that I'm, you know that I'm all about conservation, man. So I'm always reusing, recycling. It's like you Re- reusing your neighbor's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. All about the conservation. I just figure you go on Amazon. My you- damn ducats. That's what's. Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> He's been trying to say something. You and I keep cutting him off. What, oh. what, what you got, I, saying, I figure you order the uh, the pumpkin carving tools on Amazon, and then you carve the box they come in. Oh, that's what I figured you brilliant. did. brilliant. See, we kept cutting him off for a reason, because uh, <laughs> everything he says is stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, so uh, you, well, you're not getting down on the whole PSLs? Uh, PS, what, what is a PSL? What? That's a uh, pumpkin spice latte. Oh, God. Now, I know they have those down there because Starbucks are everywhere. Nah, uh, yeah, man, but I don't drink no damn PSLs. I, I like my coffee the old Jimmy Tony way. What's that, DSL? Nah, man, I like my coffee like I like my women, cold and bitter. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see, I thought maybe you were going to say that you guys drink GSLs down there. What's that? Gourd spice lattes. Gourd spice lattes. <laughs> you don't use pumpkins. I like you, man. You're quick. He he drinks that they they drink it when they take a sip and like oh my god this is good. Shut your damn my man! I'm sick of hearing you talk. Damn boy. All right, Jimmy. You know what? You're not you're not gonna yeah. break my spirits. Well, hey you're boys, not... I don't want to rush you too much, uh, but I got I'm actually a little pressed for time here tonight, so uh, I I gotta get going. My Krav Maga class got switched to this evening, and I'm already running a little late. Wait, you do Krav Maga? Uh, well, sort of. I suppose it's not technically a class by conventional standards, a Krav Maga class. It's more like uh, me and this Israeli fella I know slam a bunch of bourbon behind the rec center, then we beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> okay. it's, so- a, it's always a learning experience for me. Okay. That sounds like Fight Club. Uh, I've never heard of Fight Club, but oh, it, it sounds maybe like whatever the hell that he's is. Yeah, he's following the first rule. You don't talk about Fight Club. Ah, uh, you don't talk I about Krav Maga. I get it. I get but it. he just shh, talked shh, about Krav Maga. Boys, shush, 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 shush. Wait, wait, what's he craving to your what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about it, damn it. All right, let's get into Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, you can talk about, about that. You can talk about that. Yes, sir. Yes, I can. So that's what you watched this week, yes, eh? Yes, that's what I watched. Why I, don't you uh, why don't you start them start the time so I can ignore them damn pounds <laughs> from hell when they come at me? Damn uh, Alright, well we got your one minute on the clock, Jimmy Tony. Ready? And go. Alright, boys. Guardians of the Galaxy. Listen. When I saw the first Guardians of the Galaxy, it didn't take me but five minutes to realize, man, they've already hit their stride with this one, right? So with Guardians 2, it's like they're showing off. If uh, it's like, shoot, man, you already done won the big race. You ain't got to strut around with your hog out. (laughs) But that's exactly what James Gunn did with this one. In fact, I think that's actually why people were so mad at him on the Twitter. Uh, I don't tweet myself, so I'm a little foggy on the details, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with his genitals. (laughs) Maybe you guys could clear that up for me at some point in time. Anyway, man. Uh, it's so the the most fascinating part of this movie for me was Peter Quill reuniting with his biological father, played by the incomparable Snake Plissken. Um, um, you mean you mean Kurt Russell? Who? Kurt Russell. No, man, it was he was played by Snake Plissken. Uh, you know what? You know what? Just just go on. It's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> you sort your stuff out, man. Stop interrupting me. All right. Man, this boy is millions of years old. He started off as a giant brain just floating through space, and he literally turned himself into a damn planet. Boys, I've heard of people thinking that the universe revolves around them, but this is 
ridiculous. Turns out he's actually kind of a snake in the grass, though, by the end of the movie, and I didn't really like that so much, mm. man, because uh, I know <laughs> I get what it. it. Snake Plissken. I get it. What you talking about? Snake in the grass. Man, stop Plissken. interrupting me. Damn, boy. <laughs> man, this, this movie was incredible. I loved it. This might be my favorite one so far. I know that I gave Doctor Strange a 10 last week. It might have to just go up from there, boys. Oh, oh, is that, is that, is that how the 10 scale works? I think so, man. I think so. Chris Jordan's going to be so damn mad at me. <laughs> anyway, let's get into some scores here. How about it? All right. What do you got? Well, uh, the lovely Gamora, just as in last time, I'm going to give her the old 3694, uh, 369F4D. What? Which, which is the color code for sea green. <laughs> I mean, are you jealous? Uh, no, man. In fact, well, let me tell you, that scene where he tells Pete how much he cares about him, had me happy as a clam, I actually reached out to my stepdad after this, man. What happened to your real dad? I don't know what happened to my real daddy, but uh, my stepdad, my stepdad, me, we, we did not get along growing up, and I figured out... Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> I, I forgot to press start on the timer, so it's been over a minute. Them, but there's the hounds. Them, them hounds sound a little more beefy today. But you can keep going. It's not like the Baja, man, actually. A little more manly. <laughs> Who let them dogs out? Damn. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I reached out to my stepdad. Turns out he's still a piece of shit, so that kind of sucks. Drax! He gets a 10 because that boy had me rolling in the weeds every time he opened his damn mouth. Baby Groot gets a 10 because he might be the cutest damn thing I've ever seen. It's true. Boys, I'm, I'm not usually too susceptible to things that are cute. Oh, yeah? Believe it or not. Uh, I, that, that explains Beverly. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> you got to bring that up right now. I do. Sorry. I'm hungry. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in the head next time I see you, boy. I swear to God. Baby Groot was so damn cute, I couldn't even stand it. And you know what, boys? Uh, I'm going to give this one an 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10? Yeah, okay. well, yeah, I told you it can only go up from Doctor Strange, right? That's true. That's and, true. And uh, I gave Doctor Strange the old 10, so why the hell not, right, boys? I, Man, I, the colors in this movie, I don't know what they did with the saturation of the colors, but it made me feel like I was in a, a whiskey-fueled dream, and I loved every well, second of it. That might actually still have been the strawberry double surprise from last week. That's a good point. You know that? Yeah. Your, yeah, your, that, your cousin was telling us that it, it lasts for a little bit. It does so. have a lasting effect, yeah. mentally and physically, so uh, that, that that's understandable. Yeah. Anyway, boys, I think that's it for me i gotta get off my friends waiting for me behind the rec center so i gotta get out of here all right wrap it up my, my friend <laughs> all right i will <laughs> later boys later jimmy tony <laughs> 11 out of 10 eh yeah <laughs> he just you just leave yourself open with him man I, do, I know he just comes at you you say something but you, that was what you said so James, 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 James you, you missed it. Michael was slurring, and your your cousin Jimmy Tony was making fun of him for it. <laughs> it it <laughs> makes sense. It hurts my heart that he got the best of me. Just he was like, that. "All right, man." And Jimmy Tony said, "Back to him." I feel like it's not that hard to get the best of you. Big tongue, okay? I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't let him hear you say that you have a big tongue, because he'll come at you for that. Oh, I'll try not. Okay. Well, anyway, folks, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. And that was my beautiful cousin, Jimmy Tony. So let's get into the bleed feed. 
All right, I am uh, I am recomposed. You good? I'm good. Okay. And I have to be because uh, we do have a death to get to. This oh week. boy. Okay. Uh, rest in peace to Robert Forrester. Hmm. Uh, Robert Forrester, uh, prolific actor. Did I use that word right? Yes. I did. Okay. I was making I, sure here. Okay. I think, depending on his... <laughs> um, uh, he uh, passed away at the age of 78 years old. Apparently, he was battling brain cancer. I, uh, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that Robert Forrester was even uh, ill. Uh, but uh, yeah, Robert, he, he's he been in so much. So much. Uh, he appeared most recently in the Breaking Bad sequel movie, El Camino. Uh, was his most recent role. Was there an actual? Was there a full-length Breaking Bad movie? I, yeah. I didn't. Uh, obviously, I, I haven't even started the series yet, so I didn't yes. know. It was called El Camino. It we was will, just released. We okay. watched it the other day. It was oh, oh, yeah. it was, what, Did it feel like Breaking Bad? It did. Good. Yeah, it, that's why I was. I was sort of worried that it was going to lose its luster a little bit. There were there were some of that that I was expecting that wasn't there, and then um, and there was and there were some other things that I that they led on to that didn't uh you didn't see a conclusion to in some of okay, it so maybe okay. it's leaving it open-ended okay well he was uh most like I said most recently in that though but he also he made a name for himself amassing over 180 acting credits which wow. is insane um he had a 50 plus year career uh most notably probably in stuff like jackie brown mulholland drive uh just to name a couple mm-hmm. um he was also no stranger to the to genre films uh he appeared in stuff like alligator the black hole tales from the dark side maniac cop 3 which is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty niche, if you will. Deep cuts. Uh, deep cuts, and then 1998's remake of Psycho. Oh, he was nice. also in. So uh, rest in peace to Robert Forrester. Yeah. Uh, big bucket of wind to quote Kevin Smith. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kevin Smith, by the way, got his uh, hands, him and Jay Muse, hands at the uh, Chinese theater this last week. All right, right on. Pretty awesome. Pretty That's awesome. Nice, yeah. Um, let's see here. Speaking of Maniac Cop, uh, it's been a while since we've heard any news on the Nicholas Winding Refn uh, Maniac Cop reboot. Mm. But uh, news broke this week that the project has now been turned into a TV series. Really? Seems like a lot of projects, when they're in development for a long time, seem to find their way to TV. Still, it, still with him. Oh yeah. Oh, attached? he's definitely still attached. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, here's the good news, though. The green light has been already given to them by none other than HBO. Nice. So they can do whatever the fuck they want. Whatever the hell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, if they want to show some uh, some gratuitous nudity, <laughs> they can do it. If they want to drop F-bombs every five seconds, fuck. they can do it. <laughs> if they want to show... And not to leave anybody out, aside, aside from titties, maybe some cock too. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe. He, is, he is the maniac cop. I've, I've, I've um, actually always been curious because his face is fucked. I'm kind of curious to see what the Jennies look like. You know what I mean? Jenny from the block? No, his genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was I was really trying to not put two and two together there. <laughs> um, so Refn took to uh, Twitter to give quite possibly the greatest description of any show in history. <laughs> this is what he has to say about the new Maniac Cap. He goes, Maniac Cap. <laughs> that was on purpose. That it was, was right. On purpose. <laughs> Maniac kid. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not composed yet. Wow. Maniac cop will be my version of a cocaine-fueled, neon-soaked, bubblegum-wrapped, mayhem-infused, speed-driven universe of thrill seekers who are consumed by the ever-present struggle of good versus evil. But evil is winning. Sign me up, man. <laughs> I like it. That's like the greatest description of anything ever. And I have free HBO. Do you really? I do. Guess what we're watching in like two years. That. That. 
Uh, okay, let's go on. Uh, speaking of a long time, Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep has been clocked in at two hours and 32 minutes, making it even longer than Stanley Kubrick's original The Shining. Nice. Which already always felt to me like a crazy long movie. Two and a half. Oh, The Shining? Yeah, The Shining. Always seemed like one of the longer movies that you could watch until recently when three-hour movies are becoming more normal. Yeah. But um, the fact that it's even longer than that, though, is exciting because it means that they're not leaving a whole lot out of right. the book. And they're going to take their time and really deep dive into the story. So that's fantastic news. Um, let's see here. Uh, three years ago, it was announced that Warner Brothers were actively developing a remake of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. One of my favorite musicals ever. Of course. So good. Fantastic. Uh, not much has been heard about the project until recently when it was awarded a tax credit through California. And typically speaking, you don't apply for uh, and get tax credits unless you're about to go into production. Mm -hmm. That's usually one of the later things that, that happens. So that's very, very good news. And then also with that, you get some casting rumors that would see um, Billy Porter. You know who Billy Porter is? Uh, he's, an, he's an actor. He's also a, a legit singer. He's released a couple of albums. Okay. Whatever. Um, so he's been on the scene for a while uh, as Audrey too. And then none other than Lady Gaga in the role of Audrey. The Gaga? Nice. The Gaga. I think she'll actually do pretty well yeah. in that role. I'm not sure there is a role that's more perfect <clears throat> for her, quite frankly. Who's the guy that you said uh, for Audrey too? Uh, uh, his name is Billy Porter. Billy I'm not Porter. overly familiar familiar with him, but I know that he's oh, been in a lot. Yeah, I'm looking at him right now. Yes, I do know who this guy is. Okay, I don't I don't know if I know what his singing voice sounds like. It's gonna be a tough. It's a tough. Well, he came from a musical background, so the guy knows how to sing. Levi Stubb, though, from Four Tops, he's amazing. That's those are big shoes to fill. I agree, but I I, I know that this guy. Uh, I know this, this guy is. A lot of people think he's a fantastic actor. He's a Broadway actor yeah. too. So like, so I'm saying he comes from a musical, uh, yeah, musically performance background. Right, right. So it's like <clears throat> it, he he should be fine for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, but like I said, Lady Gaga, she's she sounds. I can't picture her not playing that role. Quite frankly, she's quirky. She's a good singer. She's like kind of everything that you'd ever want. Plus that sort of uh, that sort of how do you even describe that that kind of mousy New York accent yeah. that Audrey yeah. has. I could see her doing that really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, she, I think... she herself has that strong musical theater background, you know. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. where she came from and you can hear it in her her pop stuff, you know. Well, and that's what was cool about the original uh, well not the original Little Shop of Horrors, but the the um, the the one from the 80s, right? Sure. Yeah. Um Audrey had this like really mousy personality, but then when she sang, she had this like huge, that amazing New York Broadway. Is that right, what you're talking about? Right. Yeah. 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 So, and I think uh, I think uh, Lady Gaga will be able to really pull that Gaga, off. Gaga. I think she'll be able to <laughs> do that sort of mousy, timid personality with the big voice. I think My it'll only be good. hope, though, is that they recast rick moranis in yes. the same role yes. so that we can see 66 year old rick moranis hitting on lady gaga <laughs> i mean stranger things have happened in hollywood literally yes, three they seasons. Have. literally three, three seasons, seasons of stranger <laughs> things yeah <laughs> all right um moving on here uh what do we got on blue james oh wow that was uh yeah that was faster than i that's expected called a, that's called a way sag it's, it's almost backwards <laughs> All right. Arriving on Blu-ray and DVD combo pack December 10th from WellGo USA is Zach Lepofsky and Adam Stein's sci-fi thriller Freaks, in which Emil Hirsch, Ooh. everybody loves Emil Hirsch, right, mm -hmm. plays a disturbed father who locks his seven-year-old daughter in a house, warning her of grave dangers outside, but the mysterious Mr. Snowcone, played by Bruce Dern, 
convinces the girl to escape and join him on a quest for family, freedom, and revenge. Sounds interesting. I don't really know anything about it. What? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, okay. I guess nope. we'll just nope. kind of awkwardly Bruce shift into the next one. Bruce Dern just sounds real creepy in that role, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Mr. Snowcone. It sounds like the kind of movie that you might get put on a list for looking up online. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. IFC Midnight has acquired the North American rights to... Um, I hope I say this right. I don't think that I will. Uh, Melgarzata Zumowski's... Zomowska's English language debut, The Other Lamb, and okay. we'll be releasing, releasing it sometime in 2020. Uh, the Other Lamb is, uh, is a haunting and nightmarish tale that tells the story of Selah, a young girl born into an alternative religion known as the Flock. I, I don't know anything about this movie. But we're totally into stuff like this, like, like cults cult and stuff. yeah. Yep, so it sounds it sounds super interesting. Um, don't know much about it, but it was written by award-winning Australian screenwriter Catherine S. McMullen. Stars, uh, I never know how to if this guy's name is Michael Michael or Michelle Huseman. My name's Michael James. Well, I'll just call him Michael. Michael Huseman. He was uh, he was in uh, Karen Kasama's The Invitation. Oh, okay. He was the cult yeah. leader. Oh, yes. Which, okay. Which this really fits because he's the cult leader in this one too. Absolutely. Uh, he is was it, also in is Game it of connected? Thrones. What's up? Is it connected? I don't think so. It'd be awesome if it but was. But maybe though. it is. Uh, um, he's he plays the shepherd of the flock, the okay. quote unquote shepherd. Uh, it was also produced by David Lancaster and Stephanie Wilcox, the Oscar-nominated duo behind movies. Nominated. Nominated duo behind movies like Nightcrawler, Legion, Whiplash, and Drive. Very so cool. it's got a it's got a lot of big hitters in it. So absolutely. Like I said, I don't know much about it, but it sounds dope. So we should probably check it out. Cool. Be, uh, before you get to your last piece of news, speaking of cults, James, yeah. kind of horrifying and in ish kind of news. Did you hear about that family and uh, like some Dutch family? Oh, it was. Uh, they, they were living underground for the past what? nine years. And was the it under- just found them? It wasn't underground, was it? They said they had a, a hidden area underground. Oh, I thought uh, it was. Property. Oh, okay. All right. um, I, that's a detail that I didn't hear. I thought it was like up in the top level of a of a giant shed or something. They but- said like they move. You removed like this uh, shelf in the in the uh, living room of this house yeah and they had a secret staircase that went underground and uh you didn't it was was like a middle-aged man and a bunch of younger adults it was like 18 to 25 or something it was a middle-aged man and his eight adult children and they were waiting for the end of the world did you hear you didn't hear anything about this i did not but they were being they were they were locked down there like kept away from society by it sounds like the, 10 Cloverfield Lane. By the guy who owns this property. And the the dad, who was fearing for the living, like he was really upset about the living conditions for his eight adult children. I think they were all sons. I think it was all boys. He ended up escaping, went into town, went to a pub, ordered five beers, and then said something about having to call the cops. And so the bartender's like, this guy needs help. So he called the cops and they tracked him down. So did he go to the bar because he felt bad because he had been keeping people underground? No, no, no. This was the father. Like he wasn't, he wasn't keeping people underground. It might've been one of the kids because he went to the pub and said that he hadn't been to school. He hasn't had a shower. He's never been to school. Oh, was it, like oh it wasn't the father? It was one no, of the kids. No, so I'm not okay. sure who was the cult leader, quote unquote, you know? Well, um, no, so there was, there was those nine people who were being kept in this space and then there was one guy who lived it's a huge it was like a huge uh farm property farm property yeah weird and the one guy who was keeping these nine adults in captivity 
has been arrested for crazy. Uh, for um, depriving liberty. Weird. Isn't that crazy? Up. It's really <laughs> messed up. Like so, I'm yeah. I'm glad you brought that up actually, because I saw the story right before I came here tonight, and it's super interesting. We're gonna have to follow that one a little well, bit. Hey, you do what you got to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I'm guessing since it was nine years, he was probably waiting for the end of the world in 2012, December uh, oh, 21st yeah. oh, or God, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So blame the Mayans. <laughs> Damn minds. <laughs> damn calendars. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, my last bit of news here. Uh, we all know the the witch, the Vavavitch. Vavitch. Was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lighthouse looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Robert Eggers is on a fucking tear right now, mm-hmm. right? So it seems. Um, now Robert Eggers, uh, his next project somehow seems to be even better. Because how does a Viking revenge movie not sound good? Uh, that sounds like the best thing ever. It, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Robert Eggers' next movie is called The Northman, and it is a Viking revenge movie. Uh, it takes place at the turn of the 10th century in Iceland. Uh, I, and Eggers pegged... Uh, pegged? No, he penned <laughs> the screenplay with Icelandic poet and novelist Sijon. S-J-O with a hyphen N. Sijon. Sure, yeah. I'm assuming that's I'm not even going to try that one, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> or, it's sounds... just, or it's John. Or it's John. S. <laughs> <laughs> John. Um, now, here's the thing, though, too, though. Not only does the premise sound amazing, mm-hmm. the casting that's already underway for it is not only a Robert Eggers who's who, mm-hmm. because you already have Anna Taylor-Joy from The Witch. From The Witch, yeah. You have uh, uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe from... What was that? That was that was that was like beyond my throat, but somewhere between my chest and my throat. That sounds like a good title for a podcast. Beyond the throat, beyond beyond the throat horror podcast. We're gonna have to get get a hold of the Beyond the Void boys and see if they want to see if they want that one. So not only does it start Anna Taylor Joy from The Witch mm-hmm. uh, and Willem Dafoe from The Lighthouse, but yeah. you also have the Skarsgård brothers, both Bill and Alexander Skarsgård are in this. My wife's in. (laughs) This is one we can go see in theaters, boys. Joining them is the always amazing Nicole Kidman. Like, this is a crazy good cast. What is this called? It's called uh, The Northman. The Northman. The Northman. I don't even. It is a Viking revenge movie. I don't, I don't even, know, man. This I don't isn't know if even... I can get on that. If it was like a zombie Viking revenge movie, <laughs> I would be all on board. No, the, but it's weird because this you is. You can't please everybody, James. Sorry. <laughs> this isn't even showing up in Robert Eggers' uh, IMDb. I'm pretty sure it was probably just announced. It's probably not even on IMDb yet. Right on, right on. But uh, but yeah, dude, this sounds incredible, and like the fact that he wrote it though with like an actual. Icelandic poet, yeah, means they're getting things right. Yeah, that's and right. An Icelandic poet is not going to want to get his own heritage wrong, so it's gonna be probably pretty gritty and gross and Viking-ish. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm sold. Like I'm I'm already in. So in the meantime, if you need a Viking horror revenge movie to hold you over, uh, go watch The Headhunter. Oh, I've seen that. No, you haven't. You're you right. Prick. I haven't. <laughs> it was so good. All right, uh, that's all I got though for the news this week. All right, cool. Well, hey Jay, what do you got, man? Well, that's gonna take us two hours. Stupid fact of the day. So we're talking haunted houses and mm-hmm. attractions, right? So I'm gonna give you a little fact about the world's largest haunted house. Do you know of this largest haunted house? Is it in <laughs> is Michigan? It, 
It is not in Michigan. Oh, okay. oh it's, so it's, it, it's it, not Erebus. It used to be Erebus, the world's largest. It was, largest. though, right? So for yeah, a long time, yeah, they had was, the Guinness yeah. World Record for the world's right, largest so here in Pontiac. Who's, who's the dick that so, dethroned us? As of 2009, Cutting Abe Edge. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> so as of 2009, Cutting Edge Haunted House is located in Fort Worth, Texas, and was recorded by 2009 by the Guinness World Records as the world's largest haunted house. It also received two records from Guinness World Records for world's largest haunted attraction, and world's largest walkthrough haunted house in 2015. Hmm. I double checked on Erebus's website, and it no longer says world's largest. It uh, says uh, one oh. of the world's largest. Bumsky. So they got they got kicked out of that. So this haunted house was built in a 100-year-old abandoned meat packing plant in a section of Fort Worth that had once referred to as Hell's Half Acre. Oh, a meat packing plant? Totally a snake. <laughs> <laughs> so this meat packing plant equipment from the Old West is still there and in use, but it's now a st- two-story human processing area. Mm. Realistic human uh, remains are hoisted up to the second level, brought down through the entire meat packing process until the conveyor system brings the butchered corpses back to the first level. That Where's sounds that? sick. Uh, Fort, Fort Worth, Worth, Texas. It takes about 55 minutes to walk through the entire thing, and uh, it's, it's about a half mile of walking wow. throughout the that. throughout that I'm totally cool. into that. Let's, <laughs> go, let's go on a Texas road trip and uh, go to it next year. Or we could just we could go to Erebus because I've never been. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty wait. I I seem to recall maybe a week and a half ago calling somebody and saying let's go to Erebus, and I was told no. Pretty no. sure it was from you. No, it was, that was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if you ever get to Fort Worth and you want to check that one out, I think it's Dick. cool they use the same equipment from 100 years yeah. ago that they were using in this uh, factory. So. Yeah, that's really cool. Sounds sounds just on the edge of uh, just dangerous enough to not be not be like completely up to OSHA standards, yeah, right. which which I'm super into. <laughs> Unless Texas, what's OSHA? <laughs> we, we don't use that down here. Oh, you mean oh shit? You mean when you fall into this thing, it totally you say oh shit? The oh shit regulations. <laughs> All right, you guys. So that was our stupid fact of the day. And boom, that was the news. Thank All you, right. Jay. So speaking of uh, some really amazing haunted houses, we got a couple of movies that deal with that. So when we come back, we're going to get spookified. Yes. Yeah. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Yes, exactly so, that. Now that trademark. Now that we've just established <laughs> the fact that James here has never watched Breaking Bad, because I had to call him out on that. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you have seen a couple of movies that are fantastic. I have, yes. First one being a movie called Hell House LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things to do, even though I don't do it near as much nowadays, but I don't love... talk about that on the air. <laughs> yeah, it's obscene. Okay, I'll, I'll switch gears. <laughs> um, another thing that I really love is going to haunted houses. Yes. In in the fall time, you know, around Halloween, even after Halloween. I feel like they should be open after Halloween because it's still a fall activity. Yeah, going sure. Going into November or whatever, it's still like a spooky, fun fall thing to do. I feel like they should stay open longer than they are, but I digress. Um, haunted houses are one of my favorite things in the world. It's why I took a trip out to LA this year to go do Halloween Horror Nights. It's, of course. It's, it's some of the best ones that you can go to mm-hmm. and did not disappoint. And... You know, 
I see these I see these uh these advertisements every now and then for these extreme haunts. You ever seen these? Yes. The ones that like literally the people come out of it and they go, I literally felt like I was going to die for five straight hours. Well, because the the typical um the, the the typical rule is you don't touch the actors and the actors can't touch you. Yes. But in, in extreme haunts, oh, you sign you, you sign a waiver and they can do basically whatever the hell they want. And typically aside speaking, from killing you. <laughs> typically speaking, they restrain your arms so that you can't punch them. <clears throat> like in in every Wait, what? in every video that I've seen of people going through these extreme haunts, they're bound somehow oh. to where. They I've, can't hit you, like they, because th- I feel like a person's like general reaction is going to be to fight back in certain times like this. I don't, think and I've, you can't. I don't think I've ever seen mm. an extreme haunt video where the people's arms were bound. The crazy ones, yes. Well, they have the that one in Michigan, uh, Exit Thirteen Haunted House, and they built on their farm. Excuse me, <clears throat> a camp a camping site, and you would sign up and you paid to camp for the weekend or overnight, and they could literally come into your tent while you're sleeping at night and drag you out of your tent. <laughs> um, I guess the first night, or the first year, it kind of failed, uh-huh. but now they're they're still doing this, as far as I know. That it's uh, it's supposed to be better now. So I think I did. You and I talk about that last year. Is that the thing where it, there's a there's a camping experience? I don't know if this is the same thing this you're talking be it. about. Yeah, I actually know a, what you're talking about. It's a it's a full weekend camping experience where. You actually have objectives that you have to complete okay. over the course of the weekend, and they have guys uh, like slasher characters yep. who stalk around the campground, and you have to avoid them. It's kind of like paintball. Like if they catch you and they, you know, they stab you with their wooden sword or whatever, then you're done for the yeah, weekend. It's like Mike still actually kill And you. so if you survive <laughs> the weekend, and and it's also like a capture the flag kind of thing. Okay. So you have objectives that you have to complete over the course of the weekend, and if you make it through the entire weekend, like you get your money back and you get a, a prize or something like oh, that. Oh, cool! You Is get, it kind of like that? I, I don't. I d- never heard that portion of it. It's just supposed to be extremely like, you know, the stalker guys going around and all that. Um, yeah. I don't know about the objectives. It may be that now. I know this one's up by like where the Renaissance Festival's at here in Michigan. I think it might be the so same. It could thing. be the same thing. There's a crazy extreme haunt in San Diego. I forget the name of it. But um, like they legitimately like they'll they'll hood you and they'll like force your head underwater and hold you there for a long time. Like it's insane. Like, that's the one. That's, that's the one crazy. where it's 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 run by an old man and yep. his wife. Yep. in their backyard. And it's free. <laughs> and they've no, been. No, no. It's free. That's the thing. They've put over half a. Mil- I actually was just reading about this. They have to to date. They've put over half a million dollars into this thing. Yeah. And it's completely free. They don't charge you to go, but the waiting list is like thousands of patrons long. Yeah. Wow. And they literally, it it can last anywhere from like five to seven hours. And you literally, people come out of it and they said they felt like they were going to die. Yeah. Like it's that insane. They can touch you. They can do whatever they want to. You sign a waiver away of everything. I've seen, there was. It's, it's nuts. And it's, and and they don't do, I don't know how. They don't do the same thing for anybody. Like, and it's like no two experiences are the same. There was one where I saw where it was a group of people went in and one guy got put in a head cage and a bunch of uh, bugs were dumped on him. Bound. And he was, oh uh, yeah, he was they're bound. Dude, there was, there was a girl. In, they there wrapped was a, them in duct tape sometimes to where their arms were literally duct taped to their sides. There was, a, there was a girl that they just put in a casket for two hours and yep. then locked the lid. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then there was like, there was one, the, the thing that really got me is because I was watching a promo for it and it was, they were advertising it as the most extreme haunt in the country. And there was this dude, uh, he was, I, I don't know what he was, I think he was in a like a stockade kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they just kept shoving stuff in his mouth yeah. until he started puking everywhere. I was like, 
That's a that's a bit extreme. I like I don't even know if I would do it, honestly. I don't understand how they haven't come across a person that had a heart condition that even that person didn't know about. I think you well, when you sign the waiver, it's like No, but <clears throat> but but it's never happened though. Yeah. Like, oh, no yeah. one's died there. No yeah. one's ever had to my knowledge, no one's ever had like an episode. Mm-hmm. But like there's I mean, how many people are walking around with ticking time bombs in their chest that sure. don't know about it? You yeah. know, like who I mean, who knows who what kind of people you're gonna get. That's mm-hmm. it's it's an insane venture that those guys go and, on. And the funny thing is that the uh, the old the old man the old lady who run this thing in the just, sea just the sweetest just the sweetest two people you ever meet. They're like, oh, we just do it because we love it and we love to see the kids having a good time. It's like, a, reg- <laughs> it's like, a, like a regular old bed and breakfast. <laughs> exactly. Like dead, a, and dead and breakfast. breakfast is great movies uh, and nails. Great movie. Dead and breakfast is a great fantastic. Movie. Right. All right, so we, we started this by talking about Hell House LLC. Um, this is from 2015, directed by a guy named Stephen Cognelli. Um, Cognetti? Yeah, Cognetti. Cognetti, yeah, sure. Uh, synopsis here. You have five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour. A documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. Um, that's not that good. That's I mean, not that great. They didn't, they didn't travel <laughs> back to the, they didn't travel back until the last two minutes of the movie. Right? Well, they went, but they went to the, to the city to talk to people. So yeah. they're, they're, they went back to the scene. They just didn't actually go to the haunted house to the end. So I mean, it's sort of sort and, of that synopsis is shit. And was it? And was it the? Was it the death of fifteen tour goers? I thought it was only eight. Actually, I didn't think that any of the tour goers died. Did they? I thought it was yeah, all, they did. Yeah, they did say that there they were. Did, okay. Yeah, but I thought it was only eight. Well, it's fifteen tour goers and staff. So are you counting the staff and the tour goers in that? Oh, would that include so if you had staff that died, how many? Because all there the staff died five... except for one. So. 13, I'm bad at math. That would still be only 13 if it well, was 8. I don't know. Listen, man. a bunch of fucking people died and <laughs> there's a documentary about it. Um, this movie's amazing. It was... Quite frankly, it's one of the one of the best found footage movies that I've ever seen. It's like in it's, my opinion, it's it's like half found footage, half documentary style. Most I would say mostly found footage though. The the documentary style stuff just kind of cuts in and out. Yeah, but, well, it starts off documentary yeah. style for probably the first fifteen minutes, and then you cut into the found footage stuff, and then they'll cut back and forth to people doing interviews, yeah. uh, like that um, Robert Lyons, played yeah. by Theodore Belucos, who, when you look at his IMDb picture. He looks like just the coolest old man I've ever seen. He looks like he should be in Robert Eggers' Lighthouse. Yeah, movie. he does. He looks yeah. like a lighthouse keeper. Like you, yeah, yeah. Straight looks up. Looks like he should be in everything. Yeah. He. <laughs> it's, he what, about, uh, what about your pants? My, even my pants. Including the, guy, <laughs> including the pants. The, especially the, his the pants. Guy, the, the weird, the cre- creepy guy in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. He could play that guy. <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> See um, so this movie is starring... Um, a bunch of the, it's basically a, a core of five people yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have uh, Gore Abrams who plays Paul. You have uh, Danny Bellini who plays Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Hacker who plays Tony. Jennifer Ryan Jones who plays Sarah. <clears throat> Fine. Fine. Lay um, you down. <laughs> <laughs> I love the addition there. Um, and then you have Adam Schneider who plays Andrew. Those are your five main characters. Uh, Mac. He plays Mac. They call him Mac, oh, Mac for the yeah, entire time. Yeah. Um, and their their relationship in this movie is extremely believable. It's very frankly. authentic, man. Uh, like, yeah, they're really good. They they reminded me of uh, like our group of friends, honestly. 
they uh, would less shitty. They'd fuck around. <laughs> well, yeah, they fuck around with each other a lot. They make fun of each other, but they also like they they this 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 group of actors had had a very uh, just a very authentic feeling relationship. Yeah, and it did. was very effective. I agree. Um, they you could tell that they were the kind of people that respected each other enough to say yes and go ahead and do this this basically this dream of one guy uh-huh. you know he had been doing the hell house for years before this and he changed locations and all these people came with him because they support him they're a very supportive group of friends it sounded like it, it was kind of a because they mentioned uh so they were setting up in this town was the town called abaddon too mm-hmm. it was the abaddon hotel that they were yes, setting abaddon up in, was the name of the city. in abaddon and they also mentioned queens but it kind of made it sound like they did different locations every year, like it was well, a pop-up sort of thing. It sounded like they were from, to me, what I got out of it is that they were originally located more in the city. Yeah. And they did well there because they were in the city. When they were done with, when you were done with the haunted house, you could go out and get a slice of pizza is, mm-hmm. one of the, is what the girl says. Sure. Um, uh, Sarah. Now, for whatever reason, coming to find out later, for whatever reason, they're now moving basically out into the boonies, about 20 minutes outside of the city. Yeah. And they're worried that people aren't going to show up and this and that. And you don't understand why um, why this is the case until either you look up the answer online or you legitimately watch well, the trailer for the second movie, which really pisses me off. Well, let's let's not get into that. Yeah. Um, until, Bas- until later. Basically, the way Alex, who is the sort of the head head of the entire thing, yeah. the way he describes it is, we've been doing we've been doing the same thing for so many years. I just wanted to do something that's completely off the beaten path, yeah, under the radar, and and people will still come because of word of mouth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also, that location was amazing. Like, why wouldn't you do it? That at was the a great Abaddon location. Hotel. Yeah. It's so sweet. This old abandoned hotel. <clears throat> like, it has like a has some folklore to it like mm-hmm. it's why would you not set up shop there which they don't really know well until a little one, later one, in the movie one of them might <laughs> uh d- it well is that it's so spoilers but we decided that that wasn't uh he didn't know anything about that the main guy did he did oh yeah okay well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so basically it's uh it opens up with them heading to this place uh, you see, you see Mac and uh, I keep forgetting his name, Alex. They're kind of having a fight on the way to the place, uh, and they kind of play it off as just like, "Oh, we're lost. We don't know where we're going. That's why we're fighting." Blah blah blah. So they finally make it to this place. It's just an old, rundown hotel in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's amazing when they go inside. It's falling apart. It's basically already set. Like they don't really have to do a, a ton to set it up to make it into an amazing haunt. No, that's one of the reasons why they love the building. Is right. they, it, half the work's already done for us. It mm-hmm. already looks crazy. They go they go down to the basement and there's a giant pentagram that's spray painted <clears> on the wall. There's Bibles like spread about. Like it's a really weird. There's like other number like weird letters and numbers on the walls. Like mm-hmm. it's a really fucking creepy place. Yeah. Um, and after a week, it takes them a week to get power back to the building. And then they start living there. You couldn't pay me to live in that building. Or if I did, we would like, we would all be sleeping in the same room. In the same, same sleeping bag. In the same sleeping bag. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I, I like, I like scary stuff as much as the next guy, but, uh, but sleeping in my own room in a decrepit old abandoned hotel like this. Yeah. 
Not for me. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. And every one of them Listen, had their own individual room except for Paul and Sarah. I've because seen, Paul and Sarah are uh, a couple in this movie. I've seen enough I've seen enough episodes of MTV Fear to know that you don't <laughs> go you don't go into a hotel like this and go off by yourself. <laughs> Say hello to your mother phone. <laughs> That one? Is that, is yeah, that MTV yeah, show? that's the okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Finger bang you on a roller coaster. Um. <laughs> wow, I got graphic. Um, yeah, no, so they're all like staying individually in these rooms, again, except for Alex, uh, or no, sorry, Paul and Sarah, because they, uh, they are the couple of the, of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they're all separate, and you see a lot of the movie is from... Um, Paul. Paul's point of... No, not Paul. Yeah. Uh, the guy, you know, the guy running the camera most of the Paul. time. That's not Paul. Is uh, it Paul? Uh, oh wait, it's uh, Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then wait. You... No, wait. It's Paul. <laughs> well, you just let me say that Paul and Sarah were sa- sharing. Oh no, a it's room. Alex and Sarah. Okay, well, thank you. See, I... I didn't catch you on that because I was hoping that maybe you weren't th- stupid. I only said it three times. But <laughs> so okay, so Paul is the one with the camera most of the time. So a lot of the story is told through Paul's eyes, though, because mm-hmm. he's the one with the camera. He was hired to basically document everything, mm-hmm. and uh, he does a lot of like um, basically self blogging, if you will. Sure, yeah. In his room, not to be confused with self flogging. <laughs> um, he self blogs a lot in his room, though. And his like selfie blogs, you see a lot of stuff in the background. You see a lot of stuff that happens from. It's 2019, Mike. Yeah. It's vlogging. Oh, I'm sorry, vlogging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Showing my age here. Um, you see a lot from his perspective though, and stuff that even he doesn't see, mm-hmm. which makes it even creepier. Because I, I love, love it. I love in when when you're doing a found footage movie, it's to me. You, the the beauty of it is seeing things that they don't see. Right. That's the that that's where the the, the real fear of these movies exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do that a little bit in this movie. Some of them are a little bit, a little bit too in your face. Like the very first scene that you see anything like that, there's legitimately somebody in his room that he just doesn't even feel the presence of. Which I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like you would feel that. You mean like Paul? Not the, not the girl sitting in the corner. I'm talking about there's like a big shadow about, behind him that's just standing there but he and just randomly walks out of the but room. But he thinks it's Sarah. If I woke up in the middle of the night and there was some random person just in my room not talking, I would be so much more freaked out than he was. Yeah. Well. And he was, he was just like, oh, it's just Sarah. Like, why well, would he, she be in your room? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Like I would at least be punching somebody's girlfriend. Like well, it was, it was, it was only, it was doing. only like their like second night staying in the in the place, you yeah. know. So I'd, yeah, it'd be freaky, but it'd be terribly freaky. Uh, but her her room, the stairs to her room were, on like his room was on the way to those stairs. So I guess in a way he could think like, oh, guess, she's just I headed guess. to her room and she's stopping to see what I'm talking about. So maybe he was doing it just to justify not being scared of something. Yeah. You know, I mean, and say, maybe. oh, that's just, just calm yourself. That's just her. Um, perhaps, perhaps. But then there was another time where there's <clears> actually like a legit like ghost girl in the corner of his room. And he, it's it's crazy because he doesn't see her at first, but we all do. Yeah. And he's just acting happy-go-lucky. He's just stretching. He's tired. And then you see him like go to move towards the other side of the room. And he just jumps back. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Like he's legitimately freaked out. Yeah. I loved his reaction to that scene. I didn't like the girl, though. She was a bit on the nose. I kind of figured you didn't. She was a bit on the nose for yeah. me. Well, see, here's what I thought that scene was going to be. They had hired um, a couple actors to come in and 
and be their their scary people, right? I thought the exact same thing. So they hired uh, what's her name here? Uh, the the uh, Melissa. Yeah, yeah. They hired Melissa to come in, and she was going to be the damsel in distress that was chained up in the basement. She was basically going to be the like the 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 main attraction like once you get down to the basement there's this poor girl that's chained to the pipes in the basement and people are going to kill her i thought like when he wakes up and he wakes up the the reason he wakes up is because uh you hear something kind of it's like a gasping breath like yeah. right and then he turns it's called sleep apnea <laughs> he turns he turns the light on on the camera and you just see her sitting against yeah. the wall. It's not like, hidden or anything. Like, no, she's just, she's just she's sitting there, there, clear as day. What I thought it was going to be was they dressed Melissa up in her scary makeup and clothes, and she was going to freak him out, and he was going to get under the covers, and then it was going to turn out like, ah, oh, we got you, bitch. Like, I, I actually would have liked that way better. I kind of would have too. Yeah, because this was this was. I know how much you hate ghosts who look like physical people. It's just. I don't know. I, I just feel like ghosts are such a scary presence. Mm -hmm. To make them just look like a person mm -hmm. is a cheap way out to me. But this was more of a demonic type thing, though. It, it was what it was. Is it, are you are you that same way with demons? Like, should demons be sort of astral as well, or are they, no, are they can they I be just, more on the physical realm? I think that in this particular case, whatever it was that she was, mm -hmm. just didn't look good. Yeah, that's all. I just think that it was just, it was a bit too much they, they could have showed her and then as the camera cut because the camera does like a lot of glitchy cutty stuff yeah she could have just been gone yeah which would have been way better right they do a last scene where she's right up next to the camera yeah it was just too much that's all like the, yeah like he he notices her at first and she's not even looking at him and then he, yeah. he hides under the covers which i actually really loved that reaction because it would have been creepier if when he came out of the covers she was just gone right that would have been way more effective. But then you still would have had to have some sort of mechanism to take him out of the picture for a little while to bring him back as, uh, you know, his creepy self that he was at the end. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel like that, that particular <clears throat> scene, we're spending a lot of time on the scene, but like, yeah, I yeah. feel like that particular scene could have been a little bit better, and that was one of the bigger scares, at least in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I thought that could have been better. So as far as, but... as, far as really effective scares, I loved what they did with the clown mannequin. Yes. That was so cool. The clown mannequin was pretty much, if, if there was a quote-unquote big bad of the movie, mm -hmm. it was the clown mannequin. Yeah. And the whole idea from this is, um, I know we didn't really, we kind of stopped and go with our whole synopsis. Yeah, here. it doesn't matter. They're, they're basically Go, build, go they're, watch the movie and then come back, you'll know what we're talking about. The, the, the story is them building a haunted house. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. From start to finish, and then what happens in between from the start of it to like their very first launch day. Right. That's basically it. Right. Um, and we should probably tell the ending just so that it makes sense, is that on the very first day of launch, this gigantic massacre happens. Cops are called. There's this huge incident. Nobody knows what's happened. That's the whole reason for this documentary <clears throat> existing, is well, to try to figure out what happened in this place. Well, I really like what they did. They started the entire movie off with uh, footage from, I don't know if it was a cell phone or 2009. I don't know if they had very... Video good, camera? Yeah, so it must have been a video, video camera. camera yeah. So... It was just it was it was basically handheld footage of uh, some people who showed up to go to the haunt, and they 
they walk through the house and then like a clown runs by them going the opposite way and they're like what the hell is that supposed to happen and then some girl comes into the frame and she runs out of one of the exits and they're like mm-hmm. i don't think that was supposed to happen and then they go to go down into the basement and all of the people who were already in the basement are trying to run back up the stairs because something terrible is going on in the basement. And then you just see a bunch of chaos a for a while. Rush, yeah. And it turns out that that was the only existing footage of what happened in this place that yep. night. But then you cut to uh, the reporter who is, or, or documentarian or whatever she is, uh, Diane. Mm. She's making a documentary about the Abaddon and what happened here. And they found Sarah, yep. who's who the, the is only the survivor. only survivor of the crew. And they got her in. They said, where have you been? And she's like, I've just been staying with family. Like, I've been trying to process this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And she, they say, do you know what happened there? And she pulls a bag it's out. It's a whole knapsack full of tapes. It's basically. a garbage bag. I think. Yeah. <laughs> she just sets it on Na- the table. Knapsack? And like, am, I gra- am I my grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole knapsack full of tapes. <laughs> Grab your knapsack. Make sure you put on your rubbers. It's it's raining outside there. Um, <laughs> yes, old people call it galoshes rubbers. <laughs> Don't get on me about it. Um, but she sets this on the table and she says, that's everything you need right yep. there. Diane says, what is this? And she's like, well, the guys were taping everything that went on in the house. So everything you need to know is right here on these tapes. Diane's like, why didn't you take this to the cops? And she says, you'll see. Basically, nobody would believe it. Once you watch the tapes, you'll understand why I didn't take this to the cops. So basically, they give those tapes to one. There's uh, three crew members on this documentary crew. Mm-hmm. And they give the tapes to one of the guys, and they say, "Go catalog all these tapes and figure out what's going on." And we're going to stay here and interview this. So it kind of bounces back and forth between what the guy would be watching on those tapes, and then interviewing Sarah yeah. and getting her perspective on the whole thing. So yeah, no, when they, when they when they go through the tapes, so again, it's basically from start to finish. It's them building the haunted house. They the first time they go there, they're looking at it. The power's out. They get the power restored. It's them just little by little building the haunted house, and then weird things start to happen. And this is where we talk about how a lot of it's Paul's point of view, where he's got a lot of the stuff going on. Oh, and Paul keeps catching these like freaky things on camera, yeah. and the other like people, like the stuff in his room and all that stuff. And the other people just think that he's fucking with them because he's kind of a joker. So now we get back caught up to what you're talking about—the guy, the mannequin, and the clown mask. Right, right, right. So they have they 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 bring special attention to the fact that there's this one mannequin that's wearing this clown mask, and its head does not turn. They really great mask, all, by the way fantastic mask um and the thing is the mannequin is very um old school and there's no moving joints on it like the head doesn't move they can sit it down but that's about the extent of it right and this mannequin just randomly he'll wake up in the middle of the night and the mannequin is standing at the bottom of the stairs Mm. or it's in the corner of the room Mm -hmm. or it's like it's really fucking creepy (laughs) or its head is just randomly turned towards you and then not like it it's so scary. Like and there's this is, there's no there's no actual points of articulation on this thing, so there's no way that the head could actually be turned toward you. I have a sort of a side story. What's with, that? With things about head turnings, this is how fucked up I am. All right. Growing up, I was a Catholic boy. Mm-hmm. Went to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Giant, giant, humongous, life-sized um, 
uh, representation of Jesus on the cross in in this church that I was at, right? Was it giant or was it life-sized? It was a giant life-sized Jesus. Um, <laughs> so Jesus... To is... little Mike, it was giant-sized <laughs> okay. because I was a child. Probably just more like life-sized though. Of Jesus on the cross, you know, the whole, you know, it's Jesus yeah, the on the cru- cross. The, the crucifixion. The crucifixion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his head was always face down to the left. Mm-hmm. I would daydream about what would happen because I wasn't paying attention in church. <laughs> I would daydream about like, I'm going to look down one of these times and then I'm going to look up and his head is going to be flopped to the other side. Mm-hmm. I would daydream about this mm-hmm. because it was creepy to me because this is how fucked up my head is. I'm thinking <laughs> all this stuff in church. But this was super effective to me because I've always looked at inanimate like objects, like mm-hmm. it's dummies or sculptures or whatever. And my first thought is, what if this just changed? Yeah, it's this thing that is not supposed to move. What if it just moved and changed? Right, it would scare the hell out of me. <laughs> so when I saw this happening in the movie, I go, this is one of my deepest, darkest fears because mm-hmm. suddenly everything is the devil. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much where, where my mind is at. Um, and that's what this movie was basically embodying. Like they, the two guys lock lock themselves into a, a deep freeze in the basement, like an old meat freezer, mm-hmm. because it's the because it was a hotel. You know, they had a deep freeze in the sure. basement for the food. Yeah. And when they go in there, all the mannequins are looking at him. And when they come out, they're all looking in an opposite direction. And right. it's just so it's so creepy. <laughs> and this is one of the one of the few ways how this movie is just super effective. In when you when you when you're using found footage. If there's too much CGI and that kind of stuff in a found footage mm. movie, it just immediately stops working. Yeah. When you have very practical, easy, very basic things that happen in a found footage movie, they're way more effective. Mm-hmm. A simple head turn yeah. just is is so much more effective than a giant CG creature <clears throat> or, or or villain. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. And this movie succeeds in every way, shape, and form of using the most primitive, simple effects just magically. And on top of that, one of the things I thought it was really smartly written in, in that uh, you and I have talked about a lot of found footage movies do too much expose. Yeah. Like, um, for some reason, one character knows every bit of history about everything that's going on, and then they'll say it on camera, like, in, in a moment of tension. Like, for instance, if they were watching this movie, or, or if they were, if, if they did that in this movie, somebody at some critical point would be like, oh my god, and we didn't even talk about Andrew Tully yet, but, like, somebody would yell, oh my god, it's Andrew Tully, it's the guy who did satanic rituals down here, and now he's coming to get us. Yeah. You know, like, they just do really cheesy shit Very like that. Very spelled out. What was really cool about this movie is there were just, there there were, like, symbols on the wall, and the the characters in the movie made uh, inferences about what was going on, and then somebody would just kind of just kind of randomly say like man i wonder if this guy was like into satanism or something like that yeah like, it's, it's really weird we, why is there a pentagram on the wall but they never went back to they it. never spell it out though yeah and then they just allow the they they allow us as the audience to kind of connect the dots and be like oh yeah which, he must have which, been into that shit which to me is how a real thought like picture you're walking through the woods and you just find tapes yeah and you're just watching it Anybody with a regular camcorder is not going to narrate what they're doing. You right, have to use right. context clues, you know, and that's what this movie does. Exactly. You know, and, and and it's actually it's way scarier when you don't really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to figure it out because your imagination is the scariest place in the world. Yeah. 
me in church. <laughs> it really is, though. Like, your, your, your imagination will infinitely be more scary than anything that's going to be put forward on mm-hmm. camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and this movie legitimately does that, and it feels like a legit documentary. Like, they really do a good job of making this feel like something that you would watch on, like, I don't know, HBO or something. Like, hey, there's this found footage. Like, we're airing it uncut here on yeah. cable. Like, I don't know. Like, that's a bad example, I guess. But, like, <laughs> or online. Like, a, a thing was leaked to, like, Livewire. Or sure, like right. That. Livewire? Is that even around? Live leak. Live leak. Live leak. <laughs> um, World Star. <laughs> world world, world star. star no um, that's that's absolutely right and like i i don't know like i the this whole movie we should probably move on pretty soon here yeah, but yeah this this whole movie was just so well done it felt so authentic there were a few cheesy bits and there were a few yeah. things there were a few things that maybe weren't spelled out enough that but we talked about it last night after I, because I had already watched it, and then I came over. I watched the last little bit with you, and then yeah. I, I mentioned they never really went back and explained what this is. Whereas that annoyed me for a minute, I was also kind of like, well, if you're thinking about this in terms of these people are just sort of documenting what's going on in their lives, they're not going to just look at the camera and be like, this is what's going on. Yep. Let me spell it out for you. So well, you have to, like I said, you have to make inferences. And this is where I got mad about this at the beginning of the segment is that I stupidly went online and looked it up because yeah. I couldn't, we couldn't, we spent about a good hour talking about it. We couldn't really figure it out. So I'm like, I really want to know what other people are saying. Well, and we came up with some ideas that we thought would have been really which, cool. Which are way, which were way better, by the way. I'm not going to give it away here. No. Because I don't want anyone who hasn't seen the movie to, to know this. Right. Um, I will say this, don't watch the trailer for part two before you watch part one. Yeah. Or even before you watch part two, because that secret is literally given away in the trailer to the second movie. Is it really? That's, and, that's and, annoying. And, and it's, yes, just and, and don't also, watch it. And also don't go on Reddit and look up what might be going on yeah. in this movie because Stephen Cognetti, the director, actually went on and answered some questions. He literally spelled out that very thing. It he did and it's and, annoying. It, yeah, frankly. and the and the, 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 the real answer to what's going on is a little underwhelming. It's very underwhelming, quite frankly. Uh, to I me mean, like, it was we were using, you know, like you said, your imagination is a is a scary place, so it's we were using our imagination trying to fill in the blanks in this movie and yeah. we, we came up with some shit that was pretty spooky and like and we thought man yeah if that's what's happening that's really spooky yeah and then we read the real answer from the director himself and we're just kind of like yeah it's shitty yeah yeah <laughs> but sometimes, at the same sometimes but the, reality isn't uh reality <laughs> isn't isn't what it's all cracked out to be but at the same time his answer does root it in reality a little bit more which makes it you know it makes it feel yeah. that much more authentic and real yeah, so yeah. it's like it's kind of a double-edged sword um i don't there's that was, no, that's there's, how house llc there's watch not it too, it's amazing there's not too much more we have to say about it i'm just gonna say this honestly might be one of my favorite you and i both love found, found footage, footage yeah. movies this one has shot up to like it's in top, the, like it's top, in top five 10. for sure it's in top 10 for me i, I don't know i I'm hesitant to go top five. I'd actually have to think 10. about it to see what my top five were, but this is yeah. it's up there. If not, it's maybe six. It's in the running. I don't know. It's in the running, yeah. put it that way. It was it was really well done. Um another movie that is in the running for one of my my favorite Halloween movies, quite frankly, yeah. was our next movie. Mm-hmm. Um this is a movie called Haunt. Now there are a couple of different movies called Haunt. This is the one that was specifically released this year, twenty nineteen. 
and uh, it was directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Now, those two guys, if they sound familiar, are the writers of a little movie called A Quiet Place. They actually wrote this film at the exact same time that they were writing A Quiet Place. Mm. So they were in a good creepy, you know, horror vibe yeah. type thing when they're writing it, which is awesome. Um, on Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to a horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. Mm-hmm. That's a... I'm going to give that a 70% as far as good synopsises go. Sure. 70%. Yeah, it gives you the little, gist without giving too much away. But, um, um, again, group of six people, six six young adults mm-hmm. that uh, are college, I believe they're all in college. College age kids, yeah. Um, they all, they're all going out to a party. Harper, your main character, she doesn't really want to go. She's in this bad relationship. Her friends convince her to go. They go to a party, and they leave the party and basically find this haunted house in the backwoods somewhere. Yeah. It seems like they're on their way to a different haunt. And they pull over to the side of the road. They decide at the end of the night, they're like, well, before we go home, let's go to a haunt real quick. Yeah. And so they're driving out there. They pull over. And then suddenly the sign just lights up for a different haunted house. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, that's creepy. Let's go there. (laughs) So so they go. What what does the one guy say? Uh, Evan, he says... uh, He says, this cannot be ignored. (laughs) They're sitting there like on a pitch black side road. And then all of a sudden this giant sign that says haunted house just lights up. It's like like an old uh, road sign. Yeah, with like the the big light bulbs and everything. Yeah. So so they go up there or whatever. It's creepy right off the gate. You meet this clown dude that legitimately looks like the mask of the new Joker. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of cool and creepy and weird (laughs) all at the same time. Um, and basically it's like they have to leave their cell phones outside there. It's an extreme haunt. Follow these rules. Yeah. You heard team. all the rules in the intro to the show and they go in and they're all having fun with it until it stops being fun. And somebody gets a pitchfork straight through their head. <laughs> well, that's, that's a little ways into the movie, but it's effective. <laughs> uh, probably before you said that, we probably should have said this is a, this is a movie that came out in 2019, and we're going to talk about the whole thing. So major, major yeah. spoilers We ahead. mentioned that earlier on the show, so if people are still here, it's their fault. Yeah, um, yeah. big time spoilers, though. We're going to talk about it all. So go definitely go watch this one. 100%. Because there's a lot of cool stuff that's revealed that you don't want spoilers for. So, Agreed. Yeah. And so, we're going to spoil. Yeah, we, we will spoil it. So this is your last warning before we really get into it. Yeah. So anyway, they they show up at this place, like Mike said. They kind of they, I loved. I loved the 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 demeanor of the guy standing outside of this haunt, because when you go to a haunted house, everybody's kind of it's kind of corny. You know what I mean? It can be, yeah. Like in in Hell House LLC, they had the the woman Susan that they um hired to stand outside and kind of usher people in and she walks outside and she's being all theatrical like is everyone ready for the haunted house which is you know that's that has its place sure in haunts but if you're looking for something really scary this is this is what's happening like they walk up to this guy and he's just this big hulking dude in a in a really like cheap looking clown mask. And I think that's what was really cool you about all these like. people is they all they all had they all had really cheap looking Halloween masks. If if Pennywise the clown from the new it movies, mm-hmm. right, had gained maybe sixty pounds 
and then wore a Halloween mask based on the the new Joker. Mm-hmm. That's what the guy looked like. And then because he, he had that fiery red hair coming out the side, sort of a drab and then costume. When, or not, and then when you re- Joker face. And then when you remove the mask, it's Jim Gaffigan. It's Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> Hundred percent. It's not Jim Gaffigan, but it's Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> yeah, might as well be. <laughs> he looked exactly like him, which is fantastic. Um, though, so you bring this up, right? Um, yeah. Long story short, they go through the thing. Some shit happens. There's people that are killing them. Whatever. Right? Oh wow. Okay. That's, well, that, that's that's the gist. That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we don't we don't need to go beat for beat. Here's one of the things that this movie did extremely well. There is a movie called The Hills Run Red. Oh, man. That James I and that I movie. both love. Is it the greatest slasher movie ever made? No. No. But it has there one is, of the greatest moments. There is moments. one scene in it Fuck. that has one of the greatest moments of any slasher movie we've ever, ever, ever seen. Oh, boy. Based on that, we would say everybody go watch it. This movie does something very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, two, Actually, twofold. Talking about the ghost? So, first off, you have you see the, the clown character... There's a witch character, and then there's another character. And they're all very just stocky, silent, not saying a word, and you're getting really bad, evil, terrible vibes from them. The witch actually kills somebody that you already see at this point in the movie. But it, but it, it could be all part of the theatrics. You don't know yet. Could be. But the one girl already gets her fucking arm sliced up. So yeah, they know yeah. shit's real. Right. And so they see this. Well, no, they see they see the first kill before she even gets sliced up. But because they think, they're but, all together as a group still. But they think it's fake at that point right. because the fog goes off and they don't really see what right. happens. So then they go into this area. They her, the, the girl puts her arm into a hole, you know, because she comes out and she has cut like razor blade cuts all over her arm. Somebody mm-hmm. attacked her. Yeah. So this is when they know that shit's getting real. One of the guys runs off to try to find help, and they encounter this ghostly-looking dude. Mm-hmm. And he is the strong, silent type, as the rest of them are. Don't get overexcited. Um, but no, he's like this hulking, weird, terribly terrifying type. But then he starts to talk. And it's really weird. You don't usually see that in these kind of movies. Well, the scene the scene leading up to it is really tense because yeah. it's like uh, I'm thinking it it, it reminded me of I I I, uh, I know what you did last summer when, uh, um, when I think of tense. That's not what I think of. Why? <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, uh, pants tent. <laughs> no, it's it's that scene, and I know what you do, did last summer where she walks into the uh, the shop and all the mannequins are covered in plastic. What? Sorry, real quick. I'm sidetracking. What? Why has there never been a porno? I know who you did last summer. Why has that never been a thing? I guarantee there Why is. Why has that never been a thing? Do you know that there's not? Because no. I guarantee there is. Jay's going to look it up for us But real there quick. should be. And there should be another parody just called Scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right? Oh, this, is, this, is, this is why we are relegated to the show right here. Sorry, continue. Um, it, it reminded me of that though. Like he walks into that to that room and there's all of these ghostly figures, and you don't know which one is yeah. the one. So like he starts walking down, and you you're expecting at any moment this this ghost figure who he had already seen is gonna pop out and attack him, but instead he turns around and all of a sudden that ghost steps out from the the group and walks toward the exit. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? And so he calls out. He's like, we have somebody hurt in the other room. Can you help us? And the guy pops out of pops out of frame, and then he pops back in, and he suddenly just goes, 
Did you say that somebody's hurt? Not only that, though, he turns the lights on. It's like yeah, he yeah, totally like... changes the atmosphere of the room. Yes. And so he comes back, though, and say, like, here's this guy who you think is probably going to be the next one that's going to kill this dude in this room. And it's a complete, like, mindfuck because he's like, yeah, oh, did you say somebody was hurt? And then he comes back and he, and he legitimately acts like he wants to help them. But he also has this sort of weird, you don't want to trust him sort of edge to it. Yeah. And you don't know where to go with him. And it's super effective. Like, yeah. it's super... Because even as an audience member at this point, you don't really know what's real and what's not. Did she put her arm in there and, like, scratch herself on a really, really sharp nail? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You don't really know exactly what's going on yet. Um, and so you, you come to think that maybe this person doesn't have anything to do with it. And he ends up leading them... Well, and even I mean, this wild goose chase. Well, and he even he, the maze. he like they're still skeptical about this guy, so they're like, "Give us your keys." They see that he's got and a he key does. ring and he's got a key to every single door, and he's being really helpful. They're like, "Which which key is it for this door?" And the door is yellow, so he's like, "It's the yellow one, obviously." And which key is it? They were all yellow. <laughs> And they, and they were all yellow. It was Chris Martin the whole time. He killed everybody. Um, What's a twist? So he's he's being pretty, and he's like very cordial, but at the same time, they're like, tell us your name. And he's like, my name's Mitch. What's your last name? He won't tell him. They're like, why don't you take off the mask? And he, and he just like kind of, he kind of changes the subject. He's like, listen, guys, this is an extreme haunt. Like, yeah, we're, we get a little bit crazy, but it's all it's all fine like and they're like we we watched you kill our friend and he's like she's waiting outside for you like we sometimes we kidnap people and we do things that look really crazy for our show yeah so he makes it seem like they're video you know they're they're taking video of all this and they're just gonna throw it up online and it's gonna be like a really funny crazy like prank haunt type thing so and he sounds so friendly it's like is this guy for real and it it kind of throws you for a loop for a few minutes. It does. You're no, like, no, it really does. You're like I don't know, like because there was a part of me, like there was a part of me that, up until a certain point, which I think you already mentioned the this this particular scene already, but up until a certain point, uh, pitchfork point. Yep. At the point of a pitchfork. That that's <laughs> there the was there point. was a there was a part of me where I was like. It's still sort of fake, right? What, there's you remember that that Michael Douglas movie where he's going the, the game. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Where he's going through this horrifying... Have you ever seen the game? I, have, I remember that one. Have it's you, a good movie. You have? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the game? I have not actually okay, seen I'm the not game. Okay, I'm actually not going to spoil it for you then. I'm going to completely diverge from what I'm saying right now because you, you should see it because okay. it's awesome. But yeah, you, like you, you, get this, you get this sense that maybe things aren't what they seem. Like, like maybe this is actually just an extreme haunted house, sure. right? And then there's a the point where it all changes and then from then on it's just like all out like haunted warfare and it's awesome the effects in this movie were there's like some there's some pretty good uh pretty good gore effects that i wasn't expecting you know what i mean this movie is actually pretty tame from most for most of the way and it's a lot of quick stuff and it's not anything that's super gratuitous right but it's all very effective but the stuff that they do show is really well done it's extremely well done and it's it's <clears> one of these it's this movie is a bit of a sleeper it's going to be a sleeper i think i think this is going to be a movie that horror fans are going to really love and respect mm-hmm. but it's not going to get the type of play like people outside of 
like the genre, like people who aren't like super into it. Mm-hmm. This is very much kind of like Kennel House. Actually, I don't see this movie taking off in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. However, if you're a fan of the genre and you kind of run on those circles, you're going to know this movie. Mm-hmm. People are going to talk about it. And if, and if they're not, it's going to be a hidden gem for a lot of people. Um, it's just, it's so good. I would, I would <laughs> honestly, I would put this movie in actually, I think it was uh, Alex from, from beyond the void. Mm-hmm. He even said this might be in my top ten favorite movies of the year, mm-hmm. and I don't disagree with him. It's, yeah, it was so yeah, not just Halloween movies. It was like so this tense. Is, and yeah. it was so good. And then you have the reveal of the characters. I almost don't even want to talk about it. Suffice it to say that it reminded us a lot of Strangeland. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, the first reveal. The, the first reveal. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, most of them actually, because they most of them are along the same vein, but like. It's very strange land in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So just watch the movie, you'll get what we're saying. I don't want to give too much away yeah. because it is a new movie. Um, and it's just well, the we already way said that... we were going to talk about all this. I know. So it doesn't really matter. Leave something at, this to, point. Let's at least leave something to the imagination. But like, <clears throat> it's just the the whole movie progresses in a way that is super tense. It doesn't let up, but it also doesn't force anything either. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's like a perfect like gas like on the pedal kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not too fast, not too slow. It's like, "Eh, it's just fine. It's the middle porridge, (laughs) you know? Um, (laughs) Yes. Goldilocks. Um, But like, it's just, it's just, it's one of those movies that you go into it not expecting a whole lot. You went into this movie, and the first thing you said to me, this movie looks like shit. I didn't say that. You said this movie looks low budget, looks cheap. Cheap was your word. You go, this movie looks cheap. I said in the first I said in the first 20 seconds, because you're like, because you said something, and then I said, it looks cheap. And then you said, what? You're fucking crazy. No, what the f-? because it didn't look cheap. You thought it did. No, you agreed with me later. I said, no. I you said knew what I was saying, because I, I, said, were, I said it looks I said it looks cheap, and then we, we got a little more into it, and I said, it's there not. There were certain it's, scenes I, I that looked it, a bit shaky. The the but. whole the whole beginning of the whole beginning of the movie until they get to the haunt, and maybe this was on purpose, I don't know. The whole beginning of the movie looks like, uh, like a, a show that you would see on the CW. It I, looks like a TV yeah, show. Yeah, I think the way that I described it was it looks like, it's like picture them shooting with all the same equipment, but it also had more of a major budget polish on it. Is sort of what it looked yeah. like to me. Yeah. This is all irrelevant for the most part. Well, it's not really. I mean, my it's point a, is our though, feelings my, about the movie. My point is though, is that you went into this movie because you had never even heard of this movie before. Neither did you. Oh no, I had. That's why I chose it. Because well, I had you heard had of seen it the trailer. Well, yeah, I had I'd heard seen of it. the trailer too. I had heard of it before, though. You knew way less about it than I did. And going into it blind, <laughs> the way that you did, mm-hmm. the fact that it was such a treat for you. Yeah. And like I said, it was for me as well. I knew a little bit more about it, though. Did you actually know more about the plot? Um, not about the actual plot, but I had I had heard people talk about it though, so I, I was already expecting people that I respected that have the same like idea as mm. me liked it. So I, I already knew going into it that I was probably <coughs> going to like it. Yeah. I didn't share that with you because I didn't want to necessarily give anything away. Um, so watching you though, go from, from the very, very beginning, granted saying this looks kind of cheap to the end of it being like, this is one of the best movies I've seen. this entire. <laughs> like there was such a ramp for it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching you and me both experience it in that though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, we, I couldn't ask for a better, Halloween movie to really kick off this entire season. Yeah, you know, it was it was a really good treat. It was, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> it it really was though. It was it was just so good. And it's yeah, you know, typically speaking, haunted houses are the things that you do at the beginning of the season for a lot of people, at least. You know, um, 
because going to a haunted house around Halloween time is just stupid because there's way too many people. Yeah. Um, so this is a good way to like start our Halloween three week, you know, deal for the show. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't have asked for a better movie. I think you'll agree. Um, I almost don't want to talk more about the movie because I don't want to give too much away. Even yeah, we though don't... we said there were spoilers, just yeah, we don't. I don't you... want to ruin. No, it. No, that's fine. I'm I'm fine with saving some because if if you haven't seen the movie and you have listened up to this point, you've gotten some spoilers already. But just go watch it because there's a lot that we haven't talked about, and uh, it's it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It it really is. It was fun. It was <clears throat> like it was it was. Like you know, we say movies are fun all the time, but like I had such a blast watching this movie. But I had a blast at the same time. It, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't just a fun horror movie. It was actually genuinely tense and yeah. genuinely scary yeah. at moments. Like, I, I, and it was simple. Yeah. Like this movie, we actually we talked about this while we were watching it. It felt a lot like Rob Zombie's Thirty One, but better. It, it was like I was picking up like uh, Thirty One, but better. Uh, saw it definitely yep. had some, yep. saw some, some saw vibes to it. to it there was uh almost uh, like a strangers thing in in certain ways because of, like the stalking people in masks and whatever i don't know to me i, I got oh, that oh, oh strangers yeah. i thought you said stranger things i was like i'm i'm not no <laughs> i didn't get any strange it had a yeah. strangers thing yeah, to yeah, it. yeah 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 definitely um yeah, yeah. I, there was one other one that i compared it to but i can't remember that offhand but uh yeah it was just good like, yeah, this is it, definitely a movie that I think I'll put in my rotation made, for ho- the Halloween season every year. The one last thing that I want to mention about the movie itself, though, is um, I will say this. At the very, very, very end of the movie, there's a bit of a false finish, and then you get <laughs> something else that comes after it. Yeah. Not to give away too much. Mm-hmm. That's That last, very, very last part, though, I appreciated the hell out of it because it was so quick. They could have dragged that out mm. for another 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it might have been too much at mm-hmm. that point. And so it was so smart of them to to have this entire ending resu- uh, resolution of the movie happen in about five minutes. Yeah, it didn't wear out its welcome. Mm-hmm. It was sort of hokey in a weird way. Yeah, you did, but it worked. You said that you're like, you're, you're like that last line was corny, but it was it was great but it was effective. Yeah, same yeah, time. yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> Because it didn't overstay its welcome. I think that if it had been longer and it really just, like, leaned into that more, yeah. it would have been a mistake. Mm-hmm. But it happened kind of quick. It ended it. It wrapped things up or whatever. And it was a, it was a good ending. And it didn't leave anything open to a sequel, which I actually kind of like. Yeah. I don't feel like this movie needs a sequel. No. It's done. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's done. Even if, it's, even if it did extremely well, they didn't leave it open. It's like they proofed it for that almost, you uh-huh. know? Um. Yeah, I um, I could go on and on and on about this movie. I don't want to anymore. I do want to ask you one question, though. Mm-hmm. Why has there never been a Halloween haunted house set up like an escape room? Sort of how this maze was in this movie. Like, we've done escape rooms before. Jay. Yeah. You've, you've done them with us. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine being in an escape room, though, that was all crazy decked out like a haunted house with like the sounds and the lights and everything else and you're forced to figure out these these things they have those with all these outside influences though coming in they have those i've never heard of one like that there's one here in michigan that's a zombie escape room the, the, uh pretty much all of them have the zombie one now oh they do uh, so we did one like that where he was chained in a room and every so often if you he could only come to, to a certain part of the line he was uh-huh. chained up yeah and if you were on that side of the line he could grab you 
and get your your flag, and then you're out at the game, or, or oh, one geez. of your flags is away or something, <coughs> and it would just be boom, and he would come darting out and scare the shit oh, out of you, awesome, and you try huh? to like get back without getting caught, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I've never heard of these before. Yeah, yeah. That oh, one's where, where was that one? That was at uh, Twenty Three Mile and Romeo Plankish, or somewhere over there. Okay. It's, so it's not the same place we went for your birthday that one no, time. No, different place. Okay. They also built one that was supposed to be a four D. Uh, room where it's a hurricane and you actually have wind and rain and stuff that comes in. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Well, and now that one, I'm thinking about the, it, there's, 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 there's saw one out in I Vegas. I was going to say there's the saw one in Vegas, which is exactly kind of what I'm talking about. And there's but yeah. there's ones in uh, in Turkey where they literally they lock you in an abandoned prison and then there's all kinds sure of like I'm not sure that I want to go to an escape room in Turkey right now Well though. no, of course not. Just stay there, try to get out. I want to go spend my vacation in a Turkish prison. <laughs> Super Americans. <laughs> Sounds like hostile just waiting oh, to happen. Oh god. Um yeah, that's uh I would love to do it though. Like this movie like if, where they make you crawl through things forever and it's like super creepy put your I, I, this whole movie is set up to where it could have been like a really fun like escape room attraction you know what i'm saying like i just didn't be really cool and i've never seen or experienced anything like that with, so with, I, I with want the to hot know. pokers and the razor blades and everything yes all of it <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well yeah let's not talk anymore about this yeah. movie go watch it it's right now it's 5.99 on uh voodoo, on voodoo and or any pretty much anywhere, anywhere else yeah. but if you wait until the end of october i think it's going to be on shutter from what we could from what we gathered it's going to be on shutter at the end of october yeah so um, just wait a couple weeks and then or don't honestly i'll, I'll say or, or this don't, yeah no, no, i'll say this we, we paid six bucks for the rental yeah the hd it. rental Absolutely, one hundred percent. Still cheaper than going to the, the theater, mm-hmm. um, which I believe it's actually in theaters too. Select theaters right now. Oh, is it? Okay. It was released to VOD in theaters the same day, so it might still be in. Cool. Um, this is a movie I would actually say is worth it. Yeah, for sure. No matter yeah, what you. It do. was really good. You know, so pay fun. for it, wait for it, whatever. Just see it. Yep. That's that's what we can say. So. All right. Well, that's it for this week, hey boys. That is it. All right. Well, if you want to find it, oh, actually, do we do? Uh... So next week we are doing our Halloween specials, which I'm super oh, yeah. excited. So next week is going to be Ghost Watch and the WNUF Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Um, less less scary in quotes, so to speak, because these are both uh, Halloween specials that are made to basically be like TV newscast specials. I think War of the Worlds sort of. Even like less than that, though. Ghost, sort of that, Ghost but yeah. Watch was sort of like War of the Worlds. Ghost like, Watch was more so, but... Where it legitimately caused a stir. And amongst other things, which we'll talk about yeah. next week. <laughs> but um, these these movies are more fun. Yeah. To me, they're more of the fun atmosphere of Halloween, so mm-hmm. I'm very, very much excited to talk about yeah, these. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But, uh, yep. All right. Well, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the ba- <laughs> the, ba- the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter uh, at the Buzzkill PC. Um, don't forget to check out our Audible trial at audibletrial.com slash the Buzzkill Podcast. Get yourself a free book and a 30-day free trial. Do it. If you want to find J-Rodge, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. I had to throw one in there too since you guys did that. Oh, you guys are my best friends. It's it's a late night here. It's 1.12 in the morning. We're keeping Jay up way too late. I'm keeping me up way too late. You'll be up for another couple hours. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm (laughs) that note. All right. Cheers, boys. 
Cheers. Um, good kickoff to the Halloween season, guys. Yes. Indeed. Let's do it. See you next week. Try to have a good night. <laughs>